everybody. Welcome to episode 97 of Video Game Apocalypse. We're getting up there pretty soon. I'm going to have to think of what to do for episode 100. I have zero ideas. This is fantastic. Won't you come with me on this crazy, crazy ride? I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kitchen studio are... Christopher and Tista. Dave Little Squirt Redden. And joining <laughs> us after being so tainted with scandal that he ceased to exist, it's... Tyler Wilde. What the hell, buddy? How are I, you doing? I don't exist. That's <laughs> no, true. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was called away to uh, serve my country, Canada. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I defeated Voldemort uh, with my wits. With or alone. without colluding with Canada? <laughs> yeah, with, the, with the help of my, my great nation. Uh, with yeah. your own country. That's great. I want to talk about the shameful part. Oh, no, no, no. I want to talk about what's going on inside your nose. So what's going to happen, what's going to happen, yeah, well... Okay, so, you know, you might have read some, some things about me recently, and it is true that I have uh, uh, 18 tiny little teeth inside my nostrils, but Chris, so gross. Chris, you know, do I do I put food in my nose and chew it up no. with my little booger chompers? No. And then swallow it. And you can't even see all through my nose. I absolutely not. You'd, you'd have to eat food for that to happen. Exactly. I Guys, don't think I've ever seen you eat anything. I, I don't eat food, and that's a fact. And we're, I've I've made my statement on all this. We're so. ignoring the real question at hand here. How many te- teeth are in each nose? Is it nine and nine, or is there a different divide there? You know, you just have one that has eighteen teeth. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to answer that question. God damn it! We've, I've, I've been over this. And you, know, I, you know, I love you, right? Uh, yes. If it's not symmetrical, yeah, that's against God. I've said what I'm going to say. What I'm going to say, and uh, Chris, I, I did, I did lose your your Wii Fit amiibo. What? And, Holy uh, shit! I didn't want to make a statement about this publicly, but that was me. That was me. If oh my god! If it was really not, hard to find. If it's not symmetrical, it's unethical. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about ethics in uh, nose Cart- teeth. Okay. If you listen to Laser Time this week, we are all about ethics in cartoon journalism. Right. <laughs> it turns out you can spread that needlessly across any kind of mm. place that's supposed to be fun. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. So, yes. We're well, all about destroying fun here at Video Game Apocalypse. We are. So, let's jump in with uh, this week's excruciating top five. What? Which yes. is uh, which is inspired by... <laughs> what is it, Morty? <laughs> one of this week's big releases, one of... The most hotly anticipated releases of 2015 so far, not according to us, but according to it being January. No, this well, I think this this is one that a lot of people were excited. This has about. no precedent. Like this has been gone for a long, long time. Yes. And like I, I even read around like it was like 14 we years, something like that. Looking for facts, and like uh, this game is killing my Windows Seven. It just doesn't. Like, have you ever tried to play it an old? Windows DOS game, even with certain mm-hmm. yes. with DOS boxes and some stuff, it like doesn't run well. And like this had you could even if you bought a disc, a collector's, which is a collector's item at this point, it mm-hmm. didn't work. And now it does better than ever. We are talking about Grim Fandango. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Michael classic. Grimm's new WWE character. <laughs> <laughs> I get it because I know that. Not to be confused with Slim Fandango, the famous dancing cowboy. Not at all. No, but <laughs> dream of it. So, in honor of Grim Fandango, I stretched my knowledge to come up with four other games. Well, let's just say five games in total. Mm-hmm. Cinco. In- Inspired by... Cinco <laughs> yeah. games. Cinco juegos. I don't know what the other word was. Que tienen uh, inspiración que viene del... Uh, I don't know. Um, from, from the Mexican the underworld. Because... Yo quiero huevos. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful Floridian impression. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. 
Also works as a Texan impression. Now please blow the leaves off my lawn. So Grim Fandango, for those of you who haven't played it, is heavily inspired by Mexican folklore, and particular Mayan folklore. Mm -hmm. Uh, The whole concept of Day of the Dead comes from that, and and it's set like each each chapter of... It's a year, right? Uh, well, it, every chapter it is like Day of the Dead on in a specific year. Yeah, in Grim Fandango, it's not to be confused with the Grateful Dead convention. That no, the, right? No, yeah. the Austin, George Texas. Romero movie featuring mm, Bubs no. the Zombie. But it's it's cool to see like in the land of the dead that uh, you know that Day of the Dead is treated like this big holiday. Like, yeah, we all get to go back and see our families again. This mm-hmm. is and and you know, but you're like the one person who has no family. It really is unbelievably. An unbelievably charming experience, yes. mm-hmm. and holds up a fuckload better than like. Let let me just say the last twenty years of voice acting, yeah. in video games, yeah. it's insane. It, it's I don't still get it. Great, I don't get it. Um, and there's a lot about it that doesn't hold up, but its presentation is amazing. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. So here we he, streamed it. Dave and I streamed it. You can yeah. find it on Laser Time. Here's the thing, though: there aren't a lot of games that take direct inspiration from Mexican folklore. Mm. It's still kind of an untapped resource. So bear with us as we jump into... Number five. I was hoping an oompa band would come in. (laughs) (laughs) And slightly different, annoying music. None of you will get this. The Mexico side of Super Dodgeball? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is from Tombs and Treasures. Excuse me? Which is an NES game. Which was a game made for a movie. Wow. Uh, no, actually. It was the only NES game ever published by Infocom, mm-hmm. which some of you might remember as the creators of Zork and the all those other great Skynet. text I'm, adventures. <laughs> I'm sort of like a good smell-based rememberer, so I think if I had microwaved some taquitos, I would have gotten this ah. one. <laughs> so... In this, you are playing as a boy and a girl and their guide, Jose. Jose! As they explore Chichen Itza. Excuse me. The ruins. You know what Chichen Itza is. It's right next to Changchen Itza. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. That's really funny. It's, <laughs> it's it's the city in Mex the, the abandoned Mayan city in Mexico with all the pyramids and shit. Oh, I know. There's ziggurats actually. Um, oh yeah, I guess you could say that. No, I don't know. I, I was I was pretty me? shocked when I moved to California and like my buddy's working in a restaurant. And, like this is uh, Eduardo. He's a Mayan. They're, they're, and I'm like, they're still Mayans? Of course they're still Mayans. I was shocked. They live in the Yucatan. I thought they walked away from that civilization long ago. They're just, they they're, did, but they still have that cultural identity. Pyramids That's after the invention of stairs, which is something the Egyptians never mastered. <laughs> yes. And could never get to the top of their pyramids. They would just slide right <laughs> down them. Yes. But they, they also mastered the uh, the hidden and forbidden art of sliding up them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the real key. That's that's why nobody knows how they were built. Yes, because the, like. Exactly. We've forgotten how to slide up rock formations on our bellies. The I, think, Egyptians... I think they figured out it was slave labor, but oh, okay. they did. You know, the trick is is just doing this noise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that totally justifies the world's largest tribute to cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A backward slide whistle is all you need. Exactly. <laughs> all I have to do is watch Mary Poppins. And no, I wish I had backwards. that sound effect. Oh, so this this is a kind of a weird RPG, like. Looking like trying to go back and play. This on the NES. Yes, mm, I'm gonna look this up. This is really hard to play mm. because it, it's no. divided into two things. Where it's like there's an overworld where you and your companions are walking between the various ruins, and apparently they're all more or less accurately modeled after the real thing, as much as you can get in an NES game. And then you go inside them, 
And then the the actual action is a tiny little first person window, hmm. and then you have like a big bank of commands like look, move, go this direction, make uh, touch do this it. thing. Tombs and treasures. Yes. Jesus, it sounds like a section of an Atari pamphlet. So you're playing as both of the kids. <laughs> yeah, you're playing as a little boy, a little girl, the naked squirrel. Um, and well, what happened is the, the the girl's uncle or father or something was leading an expedition to Chichen Itza, and he and his entire expedition disappear, and only their guide Jose makes it back to civilization to explain what happened. And so you have to go back with him and retrace their steps. Yeah, this looks uh, horrible. And try to solve a bunch of puzzles and kill a bunch of demons that uh, apparently killed off all the members Wait, of the Wait, so you're playing expedition. as Jose? No. You're playing as the, the boy, is the main character. And then you can switch between characters and Jose, because he's the only adult there, and his choosing to accompany a couple of children to kill demons... Sounds uh, really creepy to me. Yeah, he, you can mm-hmm. switch over to him, and then he can like move heavy things. It's another yeah. reference to the enslavement of the uh, South American. I didn't look. Mm-hmm. Hey, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't I make this country. But because mm-hmm. there aren't very many good sounds to pull from that, here's what a boss fight sounds like. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that wonderful Mexican ditty. You're, you're hitting the thing with the sword. And Jose, it, uh, we do have another clip because Jose acts like um, your guide, your uh, Navi in this game. And mm-hmm. he here's a clip of him. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Is he Slowpoke <laughs> Rodriguez? Slowpoke <laughs> Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, speedy. Uh, so. <laughs> I guess. Those What's ruins that? are so far I'm away. Do a speed on, on tombs and treasures. <laughs> so this is number five for a couple of reasons. I mean, even Cinco. though it's Chichen Itza <laughs> and it draws inspiration from Mayan myths, like those monsters are clearly just cooked up on Infocom's design boards. The mm-hmm. boss is, you know, that that great uh, Mayan god Tentacula, <laughs> so named because he has tentacles. Oh man, he was great in the Blue Girl. Mm. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't try to muscle-fuck you. No, <laughs> Michael. Old references die hard. I know, they do. They mm. do. Let's move on. Number four. <laughs> I know the bubble-popping noise should be a dead giveaway. Uh, give me another hint. It's Little Big Planet. Oh, That's your uh. other hint. Wait, what? What does what does this have to do with uh, Mexicans? Well, Little Big Planet has its, its story, such as it is divided into different chapters, filled with Islamic references. That uh, that one of them the is game. yes, one of them is, and then there's another one that is heavily patterned around uh, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, where every character you interact with is a uh, festive skeleton, mm-hmm. and it revolves around a wedding between uh, Frida, who's clearly named after Frida Kahlo, mm. and a guy named Don Lu. And Don Lu, uh, you, have to, you have to descend into a crypt because he gets lost with, with his dog to find him. And he looks like an egg with a skull face. <laughs> and uh, he has some of the best voice acting we're going to hear in this segment. Chris. Oh, God, Rick. <laughs> That's what his dialogue sounds That's like. That's wonderful. Yeah. 
That's wonderful. Which is better than Frida's dialogue, which just sounds like shrieking. This is um little little big planet. Little big planet, or as yeah. it's known in uh, Mexico, little the BP. pequeño uh, grande planet. Right? <laughs> Planete pequeño Mundo. gigante. Damn. That, I just read right? Spanish and planet did not. Uh, no, planet is Mundo's world. That's what I said. Little big planet. Yeah, but Mundo's world. Yeah. It's the what? same thing. What? Yeah, no. Sure. Right? No. This is uh, the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mundo. Sons uh, of bitches. A planet could be anything, man. I think it's Planet. Except for Pluto. I hate all of you mm. right now. This is this is the most Spanish I'll ever be able to conjure so, up. Tyler, is the moon a planet or a star? Uh, the satellite. It's, <laughs> you're wrong. Yes, no. thank you. It is a comet. Uh, and scene. <laughs> uh, uh, do, do you think in Mexico they're just like tired of how cool we think Day of the Dead is? Like uh, fucking Americans. I know I would be. Like, like, yeah, and we know it's the cool like, one with what? skulls and How stuff. How would we feel if, if Mexico just suddenly co-opted the 4th of July? And <laughs> to them it was all about just like, hey, fireworks and, and yeah. hot dogs and cheeseburgers. And let's let's uh, add our own shit. Let's put on some ridiculous 10-gallon hats and walk around drawling in terrible accents. <laughs> this is the day where we, <laughs> July 4th we leave work at 4.30 and all drink Budweiser. <laughs> 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 you gotta stop doing slow for four days and days. Uh, <laughs> fucking racist mouse. Uh, it's not. He's not. He's just slow, man. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, no that's, that's it. There's no. There's no yeah, subtext yeah, to that character. Don't put labels on me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yes, and and getting through this area of little big planet again. We're going back to that. Uh, well, gives you all sorts of Day of the Dead themed shit to create your own levels with. To, to make your own ridiculous Jaws level, which I assume is what everybody does in Little Big Planet now. I haven't looked at that game in like five years. Yeah. They recreate Final Fantasy VII in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mega Man levels, which yeah. I saw you do for sure. I did do that, yes. Yeah. Guilty as charged. And I ran out of memory before mm-hmm. I could get even halfway through. Through Cutman stage, I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had to scale back dramatically. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> I just like Any guesses? Cool. Um, it's it's the first thing that one of the first things you see as as the game is loading up. Uh, close. <laughs> it better be. Title is close. Uh, not is it melee or Glock? Think equally offensive Spanish language pun. Mm. Uh, I know it. Grim Fandango. Uh, no, it's no. you could say. Here, here's it's another. In your, it's in that room right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! It's frequently on your coffee table for some <laughs> reason. Uh, chili con carnage. Yes. Yay. Wait, but this is super inside baseball. But what is the deal with that? Uh, it's a wrapped PSP UMD uh, case. Never, yeah. never been opened. That is just always in that room, and anytime yeah, but Grimmer you, I yeah, find always it. Always in your living room, you usually on the coffee we, table. We proceed to move it somewhere where it's visible to everybody. Yeah, okay, that's what <laughs> it is. Use it as a drink coaster, that's a popular yeah. thing. Because it's like it's not one of those things I pay attention to, like I'll put it back on the shelf, and then like it ends up on the table, and someone's like, Chili Gun Carnage, I'm like, that shouldn't be there. Right. <laughs> well, it's like, the, it's like in every episode of Seinfeld, there's a Superman somewhere. It's like oh, our living room, it's the Chili Con Carnage. It's Chili Con Carnage! Oh. You get to ride missiles! It's fucking <laughs> fantastic. Well, I swear I'm gonna finally play it someday. Like, no, I, why I, do you own it? We all played it uh, yeah. because, like, for some reason, back in the day of severe collusion, mm. uh, Sony, the PSP people would send over like 900 copies of every PSP game. What so, they? Yeah, like, like I have a big sack of them with like no labels on them, and mm. they just have like 
aerial text with a game name written on well, full retail that, that games. That was also like back when uh, they would send out preview code that was like pretty much the, the whole, whole game, game with like a few bugs. And, like, and, and I mean, GameStop didn't or Game GameStop didn't want them. So. Oh yeah, no, they mm. still don't. What did they have? No. But it was I think, but it also was like almost all these games had some like super shitty ad hoc Wi-Fi feature, and because Sony, this is a proprietary thing for them, they just I have a I have a shitload of UMDs more than I ever bought. Uh, that Sony had sent us, and like so, I had played this game to to the extent that I wanted to play it <laughs> before mm. I ever received a sealed copy of the game. So I never opened it, <laughs> and now I have that, mm-hmm. and you're all mad jelly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, uh, but see, it looks like somebody's pretty very. This this game is the reason why I use the phrase the phrase Mexican underworld mm. rather than Mexican folklore because it's a different use for underworld because you're fighting crime mm. sort of you're going against up against cartoonish drug cartels as a does deep, anybody kick your balls in wait, outer space not literally okay but you did get to ride a missile. And it's hilarious because you start off like surfing on the missile, and it's like really cool. And then like end chapter, and then it loads the next cutscene, and it's like five hours later, the main character is just like sitting on the missile, like <laughs> as it's traveling across the ocean, and he's shivering because was, that game was legitimately fucking funny. It and really was at a time where there were no funny games, yeah. at least that weren't successful at it. And, and, and was it, it a sequel to something? It was a semi, not really sequel. It had the same characters as Total Overdose, a Gunslinger's Tale in Mexico. Which I think Total Overdose, I haven't played very much of it, but my perception is that mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a bit more offensive, and it's like uh, it's set mostly like in Tijuana, I want to huh. say, and it it just looks like an American's idea of what Tijuana is, who's never been there. It's just a bunch of trashy Double donkey shows. It's got the way shit. less racist yeah. name, but it is the more racist game. Donkeys yes. with huge tits. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah whereas Chili Con Carnage, a couple things was it was made, I think, by Brits in a time uh-huh. when it was Chicklets. sort of acceptable for Brits to be racist about Mexicans because there weren't many Mexicans. Well, we don't in Great see Britain. any, right? That's yeah, crazy little pixie stuff. Also, huh. you said that the they're the people that like tacos, right? Tacos. The main character is facing off against a cartoonish drug cartel. Yes. Are they a drug cartel that is cartoonish, or are they selling cartoonish drugs? <laughs> I think both. Okay. okay. Yeah, they're very cartoonish, yes. but... Uh, a bunch of Acme meth. It's, yeah. it's all a revenge. <laughs> hope that like, comes in one nose, and then it like comes out the other nose as like, a, a stream of tissues or uh, it's, scarves. It's, it's all a revenge plot that is set in motion by what I think is one of the best deaths ever represented in a game. Happy birthday, Dad. Ramiro, what's joy? I'm just about to crack this drug trafficante's case. And then you come along and you bring me... <laughs> kittens. Tacos. So, what was that? His father, and as he's opening a box of kittens, gets run over by a combine harvester that just crashes <laughs> through the window... And then, like, leaves uh, neat little bales of hay with his body parts sticking out of them. But are the kittens okay? No, they get ground up, too. I, and and I, he and his father it. are... Bar- the, the father and the kittens are buried in a stack of tiny little coffins. I'm, I'm sh- not on the game's side anymore. I'm no. sure this game looks offensive for a lot of reasons today. Yeah, probably. But when I, was, when I was looking at it, I'm like, this is the closest thing I've seen to Police Squad the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so silly and doesn't give a fuck about anything or any of its characters, and you don't yeah. you don't see that like really ever. You, not even like in the funniest game you can think of, like Saints Row nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, they would never go this balls out. Silly. No, well, like you you have things where you have to fight against this guy who owns a bullfighting ring, mm-hmm. 
And all of his thugs have like basically fake cardboard bulls strapped around their shoulders, so they're it. It sort of looks like little inflatable ducky life preservers, and I, but they're they're cardboard bulls that everyone's wearing farce. as they're shooting. Well, the most the, the, the jokes were at, at the expense of game cliches. Yeah, it felt sure. like a lot of them, and a lot of them were just like sort of racist cliches, mm-hmm. but like exploding it to such a degree that it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's not even connected to the culture of people and, anymore. Yeah, and then later on there's a later level. The one after the missile ride actually mm-hmm. where you uh, go into a mansion and it's filled with bikini girls who start Ooh. shooting at you and so you have to shoot them back. And then, then you go into <laughs> another room and there's a bunch of German bikini bodybuilders <laughs> who all look like Arnold Schwarzenegger wearing heavy makeup and uh, no, which will never be racist. I think there's a hundred years left on that <laughs> expiration date. <laughs> Sorry, That's Germany. True. And they're listening to like some sort of oompa music that just which is the fucking same has somebody screaming in like an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, but in German. Over uh, a buddy of mine did explain. I don't. I shouldn't even be mentioning this, but the, the, the connection. Something has. There were German settlers that gave Mexico their music, and that's why it all sounds yeah. like fucking lederhosen horse shit. Yeah, because the the umpa shit comes from Germany. So gross! It's the worst music in the universe. It's weird. It's, it's so bad. There's a lot more layers of context to these mm-hmm. other countries than mm-hmm. most of us stupid Americans fucking realize. What what, what did I say? What did, no, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I was pointing out that like not many people would think like, oh, why do Mexicans like umpa music? Because of Germans. Germans. It's yeah. how the fuck did that happen? Oh yeah, they hated everybody who wasn't white. That, that makes a lot of sense. Well, that, that came later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. So, are you, are, are you saying the Germans left them their music as revenge? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. It's it's. You know how much I love tacos, and when I I, I walk into one of those mission taquerias and this this fucking like uh, I'm not going to that fucking place. <laughs> we are teetering down. so close to genuine <laughs> fucking racism. Here. No, I cannot stand that music. There are certain. Are you sure it's the music inside and not your stomach? No, it, no, because I, I it's it's happy music. It's an, good for celebrating with your family. No, it's gross. It sounds like a broken calliope, <laughs> and it's my least favorite culture, like world music, next to fucking that drunk jazz people call Irish music, where people blow into like eighteen variations of cow stomachs and think whatever sound that comes out is worth <laughs> is worth tuning to notes. Gross, gross, gross. I'm gonna go ahead and say. <laughs> That I, I enjoy Mexican music. You don't! And German you're music. You're fucking lying! I'm into yodeling as Stop well. Stop it! You're yeah. SJ Dubbin again! <laughs> That's why they call SJ me SJ Dubbin. That's your Hobbit name! SJ Dubbins! <laughs> <laughs> My feet are hairy with justice, Chris. <laughs> Got, uh, I'm, I mean, I may be little, but I'm destined for big things. <laughs> You know what they say about guys with hairy feet? Uh, They have hairy dicks. Yes. Also accurate. All over the tip. Every one of their dicks looks like a Harlem Globetrotter. It looks like one of Chewbacca's (laughs) fingers. That's, that's, I mean, it's how I see, you know? Like, it's it's like like a a snail's antenna. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so great. That's how it knows where to go. I was wondering why you always uh, led with it. Here's, here, I have one more sound clip from this. This is it. Morales headquarter. I'm going to make him pay for this bloodshed. Kill him for a bloody nose. What about your father's death? That's what I meant, Marco. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What about your father? I really appreciated that one guy's Tom Sizemore impression. (laughs) When you can't get Tom Sizemore, Mm. some British guy will do it. Yeah, probably. In between Mexican accents. Holy Uh, shit. It is is kind of embarrassing that, like, this is our our top five. The best 
all of gaming could do as far as no, no. Like if you can disregard a couple of things that I'm sure are offensive to people, like this game went like to great lengths to make its gameplay funny. So, mm-hmm. like, when we're going to talk about another game later sure. that's that's funny in its dialogue and a couple things you do, but, like, this game was all about, like, making you laugh at what you were doing, and that doesn't happen very often. No, I'm just saying that, like, we can't we can't think of Mexican themes in any other games, like, aside oh, from... Oh, I tried hard. Well, I, I searched. There's there's probably a GTA character. No. <laughs> there's those uh, El, who's El the gay Tony who's guy? really offensive. Who's the gay Tony uh, p- protagonist? I um, forgot his name. Luis Lopez? There you go. He's Dominican. No, it's... The same thing! (laughs) No, it's not! If you're below Dallas, you're Mexican. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That's what happens. Uh, the Dominican Republic. I thought they were. They're what? Caribbean. So if you're the east of Dallas or the west of Dallas <laughs> or below it, so I don't want to. Or to the north of it. Australians. I'm sick of these Mexican Canadians. Fucking Mexican penguins running around, <laughs> making me watch the movies. Fucking Mexican polar bears <laughs> up north, dancing everywhere. Anything below Dallas is Mexican. So just, all right, that I, includes Venus. <laughs> this was all t- to accommodate the next two entries, which I promise and are amazing. <laughs> Number two. I take it back. This is just as racist. <laughs> oh, was, was, is this song copywritten? Like, there's no, like two notes missing from that. I, I know this song as the Mexican hat dance, but that is the You Just Learned a New Ability music from Guacamelee. Ah. Oh, yes. Which, Which is, yeah, really fun, but probably in some circles racist. I don't know. I, I don't really see it as racist. It seems to take a very positive view of various things from Mexican culture and folklore. You play as a masked wrestler. I'm going to say as a Mexican. It took guts to say that. I'm not Mexican. <laughs> it did. No. <laughs> Wait, is Nacho Libre racist? Because, like... I think it's racist because Jack Black is playing the main uh, character. Yeah, but it's isn't it made clear that he's... And it has dialogue like, Did you not tell him they were the Lord's chips? <laughs> Mm. Get that corn out of my face. And also because it's fucking boring. More of the story here, once white people stop oppressing everybody, we can all make jokes at one another's expense. That's true. White people, get on that. Stop get on oppressing it. people. Get on it. I love. I love the like the headline for this top five is like four four white guys aren't sure what's racist. <laughs> totally not. Oh. I'm not there yet. I think there might have been a Nacho Libre game. That's why I was thinking about that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's what right. Nintendo there was. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, Nintendo Ten. <laughs> but. It didn't draw anything from the Mexican underworld or Mexican folklore. Mm. Well, you're a luchador, Whereas right? Whereas Chili Con Carnage at least had guys in Dia de los Muertos outfits that Ugh. you get to sh- got to shoot at. And this, you're not only a luchador, but you're a luchador who can go in between the world of the dead and the world of the yeah, living. This uh, game is great. Both of which are fucking filled with uh, classic game jokes. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Super Lucha Brothers mm-hmm. uh, is one of, the only one I can remember off the top of my head. But it was really interesting to see yeah. a Luchador game be Super well, there's, Metroid. There's like Mega Man and Zelda references, mm-hmm. but like I've recast as, as wrestling posters. <laughs> I, I love this game. I never finished it, sadly. Uh, oh. Because it's simultaneously released for $2 on every platform I own, and I bought it on every one of them. And but it was on PS Vita or PS3 alone for a while. It was a Vita exclusive first, yeah. right? And I like I played an hour there. Then I mm-hmm. played an hour when it came out on Xbox One, and because I think it was one of the free games on Xbox. Yeah. Well, they they just re released it a little while Super ago. Bottom. It was like Super Mega Turbo Edition. Yeah. 
So I just got to pick a platform and stick it's with really it. It's really good, though. It's, it's really good. good. It's like if, if Super Metroid was streamlined, because mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it moves really fast, and you yeah. discover like how to travel the world really quickly. It's, it's really good. And it also has really cool brawler-style gameplay that sounds like this. I, yeah, there's not a lot. Of, there's no speaking parts or anything in this, so that's kind of the best I could do. I don't. It's, it's either this or music. I don't love the art style, just because. Really? Well, I mean, I, I like I like um, I like the locale mm-hmm. and, and its commitment to that. It just it was it just still looks like one of those games of like uh, uh hey, we learned how to do two D things in Unity, and we've made a bunch of things that look like half ass South Park characters. Yeah, but they they animate so beautifully. They do. Well, it's still really tweeny. And I, I think mean. I think it really fits with the the Day of the Dead aesthetic that sure. everything's yeah. really colorful and mm-hmm. super stylized. Mm-hmm. And you've got the villain Carlos Calaca, whose <laughs> whole deal is that he managed to trick the devil into being turned into a chicken, and uh, and now controls the underworld. El Pollo, hmm. the greatest El trick pollo the devil satanico. <laughs> the greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Was convincing the world that he was God. a chicken. Yeah. Yes, you want me to do the usual suspects references? Because mm-hmm. I can do that shit. Let them el pollo. It's a original <laughs> suspects reference in Hungarian. <laughs> Kaiser Jose. <laughs> Let them the Kaiser Jose. Oh Jesus. Kaiser Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Let's close the door on our whitest episode yet. (sighs) You're so Mexican. Intimidating me. But I'm your friend. My name's Manny Calavera. I'm your new travel agent. I don't want a new travel agent. I want to go home. (laughs) You can't go home, Celso. You're dead. Uh, What the fuck is it about this game? None of those voice actors I consider recognizable immediately and they're the same four people doing voiceover for the entire games industry really and, and some of these even sound amateur but it's still more so, charming and, and more listenable than, so are they Troy Baker Nolan North I don't think it's uh, any of those guys Yuri Lowenthal they weren't born yet this is like Michael 1998 Hallick. but I, I, I just just listening to it like I couldn't tell if the remastered version <clears throat> uh, streamlined the clips because you'd pick a dialogue choice and it'd play instantly <clears throat> and like that literally didn't happen the first Mass Effect. It, the dialogue did not move that quickly and seamlessly. It, it, I don't know. I would presume the original Grim Fandango, every time you chose a dialogue option, would be like... <laughs> what? It's the impression of a CD player. Oh. Yes, Manny. I'll do that for you. <laughs> it wasn't on Sega CD, dude. This is uh, 1999 when the original came out. I don't know. Out. I'm That's going right. off of like... The year where Serial yeah. takes place. Uh, oh, Why yeah. did I bring that up? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Ding, Is there ding, a connection ding, here? Ding, oh, ding. No, but I mean, you had your like uh, your two X uh, read speeds. Yeah. better than that. <laughs> I did but. once buy a copy of Grim Fandango, and I brought it out to a Best Buy parking lot. <laughs> oh, was there a payphone there? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. It's true. Nobody it was. A, it could have been there for years, and nobody knows. Like how? Really? And I, I took know. the I cellophane the and suffocated my girlfriend in her car. <laughs> Is this funny? <laughs> Yeah, Am I doing okay? It was for a eh? minute. It's right. funnier than the racist <laughs> stuff, sure. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you do. do you, but we can do. Can we please at some point do racist Mexican caricatures? No. My time to shine. Just because I want to play more clips from the Shield game. <laughs> I know you do. That that's the one clip of the stealth, the only stealth mission in the game where you have to sneak out of the house 
while a Mexican takes a shit because a burrito was too hot. And he just yells the whole time, Oh, man, the burrito is so hot. Oh, man. And this is Vic Mackey. Man, we got to get out of the Bizlats territory. This is totally serious. This is bridging the third and fourth seasons. (laughs) Take this game seriously. This is a new chapter in entertainment. It's so fucking... It's hysterical and deplorable. Yeah. Explorable. Explorable. (laughs) All right. I, I got I got more stuff with more fucking charming characters, including my personal favorite, you asshole. You know, Manny, I could make this car a little faster if you wanted. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, slam the front into the weeds, tub the rear end, two blowers, pop it out of the hood. I wish Mike Grimm was here to tell me what any of that meant. This uh, is that giant creature that is your driver. That's right? Glottis. Okay, he's the, he's the demon. So who... we just I just start playing this today, and I was he's the he's Colin's bear animation the character. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a, a pretty yeah. good uh, constantly clipping through himself. Pretty yeah. apt reference. <laughs> but yeah, Glottis is <laughs> like he you see him and he's just kind of annoying and huge and intimidating at yeah. first then you find out like yeah he's he's a literal speed demon he's mm-hmm. he's a demon whose entire reason for existing is to move fast everybody tells cars. him he can't i can't fit in normal cars yep. and he be, he becomes manny's most faithful friend mm-hmm. through through all of this even more faithful than this person you're not here to give me my medication no but i am here to ease your pain guess they couldn't save me huh no but there's still a chance you could save me. That's Meche or Mercedes. Yeah. I'm guessing you guys didn't play to this mm-hmm. point. No. Uh, I was really disappointed because no one in this game sounded like that one hyena from The Lion King. It's another Cheech Marin thing. Like okay. I'm hung up on everybody. <laughs> should, every every Mexican person should sound like should that. Should sound like Cheech Marin. Yeah, he doesn't man. speak Spanish, by the way. Does it really? No, he doesn't. Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, uh, so, Meche, Mercedes, is a woman that... Uh, Manny goes and he collects her soul. He's a reaper, by the mm-hmm. way. He, he, his job is to collect the souls of the dead, mm-hmm. and bring them back, and uh, <laughs> set them up with travel packages to the afterlife. I love how boring they make death. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be a four-year journey from, from mm-hmm. the city, land of the dead to the, the real afterlife. And, but you can, depending on how good you were in life, you can make that journey go shorter. And if, like, real saints can get a seat on the number nine express, which is a, a luxury train that just Ooh. goes straight there in, like, four minutes. So Meche is this woman who is a saint, and he actually runs uh, his rival travel agent off the road in order to get to her first. And then she becomes his love interest as they sort of accompany each other on the path to the afterlife. Spoilers. Sorry. Um... So, but oh, whatever. Does it? But I, I do want to. Well, are we? Can we not talk about the game itself until new releases or whatever? Um, we can talk a bit about it because we're talking about it now. Yeah, I, just. That I it's, mean, it's, I'm talking. I should say also in putting this on the list, I'm talking about the original, not necessarily the okay. re-release, which I haven't played yet. But okay, well, let's save it for new releases. Right. I have some information. You just need to buy this game. Yeah, you do. You do. And this, if anything, like Disney owns the rights to all these. Wonderful LucasArts properties. Mm-hmm. If I this does well, we might see more. I come don't back. know why they chose this one as the first one. I honestly don't. Well, Sony, maybe because it's the only one that's three D. Yeah, Sony put some sort of money mm-hmm. into maybe. it because it's exclusive. Uh, is it is it Disney that's re releasing this or Double Fine? Um, right? double, I, I got double, the impression Disney just finally relinquished the rights. I th- 
That might have been it too. I didn't see any Disney logos on it. That's I didn't either. I actually, I didn't. Actually, you know, I could be completely wrong. But mm. I, like, they did end up retaining the rights to these things in the acquisition, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, of LucasArts. But then you know they they've dismantled. let they've let X Wing and Tie Fighter go. Uh, yeah, but those to, are big Star Wars properties. Yeah. I mean, they also didn't like that didn't happen until Disney's like, why aren't we making money off these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's. Hmm, I think it's looking like they all basically worked together. Let's put it, it this way: for like, let's say I know a guy who worked on a Disney game. Know a guy? No. We'll call him Walt. Let's we'll call him Walt D. No, that's too accurate. W Disney. Let's just say it started mm-hmm. Duck. And let's okay. just say you deal with Disney. Hey, what? Do we, hey, uh, can we get a cut of that and not do anything? Cool. Whatever yep. you want, we'll help you with whatever you need. Mm-hmm. That was my impression of working with Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, see, in the remake, I really envision the main character as having a nine-foot duck phallus. Mm-hmm. That he, <laughs> he penetrates the Beagle Boys with. <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> not talking about that. So the I, Beagle Boys are, are uh, characters across a number of Disney properties. You don't know for mm, sure what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't. I do. <laughs> I do. But uh, Grim Fandango, I, I had kind of a blast. Oh, well, I'll talk about it later. Jesus. I just wanted to, I, like, because this is the most experience I've had with it in, in, in almost 20 years. Wait, is it 20 years? Mm-hmm. It's no, 20 it's, years. It's, it's, it's like 14 years. 14 years. It's Because yeah. uh, I watched this be played by, by a friend of mine. Um, and it's very fun to just watch. It and, really like, is. Go this way. Oh, no, dude, go back over there. Like, you can you can mm-hmm. sit with somebody as they play the There's game. There's a bunch of stuff you're missing. No, yeah. go, go back, grab that go loaf that of bread. It's important. This scene is funny. Let's do that again. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'd never really played it that much for myself. It also kind of gives you some insight into, like, hey, I'm talking out my ass here because this mm-hmm. is something I barely understand, but my impression is that the Mayans had a much more... Uh, I guess positive idea of what a demon was. It's like it's not really an evil thing. It's mm-hmm. just sort of an underworld denizen. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Glottis is. It feeds us stuff, but we also need to die. Yeah. Now, later mm-hmm. in the game, again, spoiler alert: you meet like these other demons who are like much smaller versions of Glottis, and uh-huh. they they kind of worship Glottis and they just crowd around him, going, "Oh, Gran Demonio!" For Portal fans, is the Mexican Glottis. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That should have been funnier. I, I couldn't I do anything with it. He's more Glottis because, like, you know, Glottis, Glottis? clicks. Yeah, the Glottis. Hey, stealing Dave's beer. Because he's gross and fat is what mm. I'm saying. Buy this game. Uh, it's cross-buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, it's $14, $7 per platform. If I you don't... haven't played it, it's it's money well spent. Yeah, dude. And even if you have... Get you, a fact. If you have played it, you probably want to support it and don't need us to tell you. Get a fact. And this is gonna can, only, can only make more of those things yeah, happen. If you play it before, there's commentary in it. Which is oh, like, yeah. Which you can, yeah, like the touch of a shoulder button, mm-hmm. you can just get. You can change the tank controls and the camera and all that stuff like yeah. instantly. There is there is a classic mode I think like in mm-hmm. the Monkey Island remakes. Mm-hmm. It it is. It's, it's not like, as, it's, it's yeah. a lot less dramatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, that's less aliasing. Sure. It's slightly. like it's like Resident Evil on PS One or Resident Evil on PS One played through Blame. <laughs> that's a good reference. I, I had Blame. Man. I have a feeling a lot of that's lost on people. I had Bleem Cast, which only worked with Metal Bleem Gear Cast. Solid. Yeah. Ooh. There's one game it needs to work on. I remember, they, for whatever reason, that was advertised using screenshots of Disney's Tarzan. <laughs> Bleem was. Because uh, it was in our hearts. I guess so. It was in our hearts. Because Phil Collins deserved that Oscar. Mm. Oh, God. So good. Son of Man, though? <laughs> what doesn't Phil Collins deserve? Can we close out with Son of Man? No. Please! <laughs> It's so Mexican. Why though? It's such a, it's the, it is a great song. It's it's my favorite Phil Collins, latest Phil Collins song. I think it's the last song he ever recorded. 
15 years ago. <laughs> All right, but we should close out yes! this segment. Because Wait, do you not have a number, Sarah? No, 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 no. Oh, numero cero. No. no. Not a, a Simpsons Escape from Camp Deadly? No. No. Oh, is... That was in Spain. It had nothing to do with Mexican anything. <laughs> Spain isn't Mexico. I played it after leaping face first into a chunk of rebar. <laughs> Spain isn't Mexico. Oh, sorry. No. Are you sure? No, you might be thinking of Spexico. Spexico. What which is, is that? Which is a floating island in the, the Caribbean where uh, the people mistake for Spain, which has bullfights and ponchos. <laughs> is it, wait, it's, is, it, it's is also, that a nickname? No, that's just the name for the trope that okay. Spain is for some reason portrayed Spexico. like Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Bring us nothing out. alike. They're nothing alike. Stop it. They're exactly the same. Your sombrero is just as big. No. Yeah. It's much smaller. <laughs> no. All right. We're going to take a little it's break. Right derby When what? we come back. Or a siesta. <laughs> Look, my sombrero <laughs> is flat and has little pom-poms hanging from it. Their sombrero is wide with a curved brim and a very tall middle. They're completely different. <laughs> anyway. It looks like what they took out of the, the middle of the hula hoop. And they wear it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, so stay tuned. Oh, my boat's got a rusty anchor, rusty as she can be. Every port I go, I drop her, but she always come back to me. Oh, rusty anchor, going down, down, down. Oh, rusty anchor. Guess I gotta hang around Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch And I'm here as I am every week to tell you how to support the show I'm gonna make it real simple this week, alright? I know I tell you a bunch of stuff every week Uh, Subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, that's still important But there's one thing that I want you to do I want you to help us attract more people to the show this week. Now, we've got a lot of fans who download our show every week. I want you to know we're proud of each and every one of you. This is a rare moment of sincerity for me because usually I'm content to just eat garbage and vomit in Chris's mouth while he's sleeping. See, it's getting more explicit as our relationship moves to new levels. It's really weird. He keeps leaving the door unlocked, and I just take that as an invitation to uh, come in and, uh, you know, just sort of stick my snout in his mouth while he's sleeping. Sometimes things come out. Sometimes things come in. Very gross. Anyway, what I want you to do this week, if you like the show, I want you to tell a friend about it. And I don't just mean in the, hey, friend, uh, here's the show, video game, apocalypse, raccoon, a really awesome raccoon, sexy raccoon, uh, raccoon you want to fuck, but you can't because it's a raccoon and that's weird. Yeah, do that if you want, but most important, I want you to tweet about us. I want you to like us on Facebook. I want you to look for the article we're going to post on Facebook that leads to our show, and I want you to share it. But yeah, it would be a big help if you could do that. That'll help us get more ears for the show. It'll help us create more fans and get the message out there to people who like to pay money to podcasts. That, like, hey, people are listening to this, and you should, you should pay this podcast money. So, you know what, uh, that's it for today. I'm not going to order you to do anything else or ask you to click on any Amazon links or anything like that, but if you want to, that would be a help. And back to the show. Thanks for listening to my spiel. And we're sec. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you to pieces. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're stepping on my... Fucking intro, like some kind of unprofessional asshole. I didn't didn't think of throwing you off. You're ruining the show. You are ruining the show. Look, fuck you. Be a beer. I couldn't be more apologetic. (laughs) 
Um, hi, everybody. Hi, welcome uh, back to our second segment. Michael, you deflated his balls like the Patriots. <laughs> well, he shouldn't put them on the table then. Yes. I tried to kick them across the field. They're just going to get stabbed. Um, Topical jokes, everybody. Flate gate. <laughs> For a brief second in the Twitch stream, uh, when, we, when Dave kept throwing bread in the wrong churner, yeah. uh, Fandangate was fucking... Fandangate. And, no, was Breadgate. Great. Breadgate, or uh, Fandangazi, or whatever it was. <laughs> um, Breadgazi. Uh, ah, if you don't read a fact, that'll happen to you if yeah. you haven't. Mean to make, oh, yeah, that's I, your, <laughs> I, I'm in favor, just, just in as a language nerd, mm-hmm. I'm in favor of making Ghazi the new suffix for scandals. Mm-hmm. Because I'm even though I think Benghazi is kind of a piece of shit scandal, I I gotta say, Gate is so old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really the, old. The fucking Watergate Hotel in the early 70s, yeah. Jesus Christ. You know how old Woodward and Bernstein is? If they were still alive, dead, they'd right? be dead. I don't know. I just want there to be an actual scandal about water so that somebody <laughs> goes, ah, shit, it's a, wa- a real water gate. Uh, hey, you're, it's a water gazi. You're in California. Give it five years. Yeah. We're having a real water gate with this drought. <laughs> a water gate, Kate. Mm-hmm. What's the water gate? <laughs> God, that'd be so awful when everybody forgets something happens at the Watergate Hotel yeah. and it's just Watergate Gate. It sounds like a bad <laughs> song from the 60s. It's, it's the Watergate Gate. I'm a Watergate Gate and I'm gating all over the water. Does that sound all right? Yeah. yeah. Actually, Good. I think we need a different song right now. All right. Oh! They are worth cherishing this week. Because... Uh, as we talked about in the first half, mm-hmm. we have Grim Fandango. Mm-hmm. We also have a game that I've been very excited about for a while now, and which Hyper I... Dimension Neptunia. Yes, that, for Vita. <laughs> that is, that is but happening. I do want, but that's like, not what I'm excited I'm about. I'm seeing a ton of love for Grim Fandango. Mm. But in a way is, that is completely naive to people under the age of 25. They will not be able to play this game, and it will not be fun for you. It is, it is a kind of game that we haven't played in a long time. You need to get a fact... Enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. It's completely convoluted and nonsensical, and you will not be able to figure anything out, and there are no clues. Yeah, try to figure out the puzzles, but don't push yourself. Don't push yourself too hard. You it's impossible. Enjoy this. It's impossible. It's, yeah. it's, it's back. If you think game, game developers had no respect for your time today, mm. you, need, you <laughs> yeah. need to play a point-and-click PC game from the, the 90s. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of like trying to play this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine I, I again I haven't played the the remaster yet, but having <clears throat> played point and click adventure games without an FAQ mm-hmm. recently, like it's just we don't have yeah. the mental uh, tools for this anymore. They've atrophied. It's it's like you were you remember when you were in high school and you were a football star and then you uh, just sat around doing nothing into your 40s <laughs> and watching football and then you get out and you try to play it again. And you just break <laughs> no. everything. No, like that's what this is like. I don't see it like that. The game is was and is so charming and overwhelmed because yeah. I played a ton of the like Leisure Suit Larry games because I wanted to see in fucking pixelated pussy that bad. <laughs> and so like you just walk around and you don't remember enough to realize that there was never a pixelated pussy. There never were pixelated tits at never. best. Never. There yeah. was never any of that. And it was all there like, was a big censored bar that bounced up and down. Hey guys, collect everything. We'll offer you not a single clue. Try and combining all of it. And when we were playing Grim Tint Fandango, Dave was just like, here's a thing with no clue what you're mm. supposed to do. Yeah. And, and then uh, like he threw bread and he like we were making progress through bread and it, it reset all of the progress, all of it, mm. which is a very old game mechanic and very frustrating when like the, all you have is trial and error and trial and error can set you back big time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, th- and that's, I, I'm seeing a lot of, 
I'm just looking at the high scores. I'm like, that's not entirely responsible. Mm-hmm. I was big on DuckTales. I'm like, you know, you really can't give this a yeah. nine. It's hard as fuck. And, like, you have to love the old version to care that much about this one. And that's cool if you do. But just, it, there weren't that many games. Shit had to last. It's true. Year. And, mm-hmm. like, I remember playing, you know, like the Monkey Island games for months mm-hmm. like just like not really caring that you just had to click i had to click and when you were a child and had no other games and you're like ah, i tried for hours to figure out what to do and then i finally did and it was so rewarding nobody says that anymore no nobody mm-hmm. no we kind of mm-hmm. just want like uh woo, uh tricky dialogue option here in the walking dead uh i just think there's certain steps grim fandango could have taken to be a little more modern that should like it's the idea weird, of, it's a weird situation because the idea of resetting all of your progress the problem is over an incorrect move changing, where there's no indication of what to do changing well, but that's anything why you save every few steps yeah mm. they couldn't change anything if they changed anything there would be yeah. like yeah. universal well not universal but, like but outcry the right answer would still be the right answer but they did add some cool stuff and when you do something wrong you're like that's not the right thing to do. Like, that's all you're missing. Like, the one guy yeah. saying, that's not the right thing to do. Yeah, I think, like, what was frustrating me on the stream was, like, there was a part where you're putting... I was putting bread and balloons filled with liquid into a pneumatic tube. And every time I picked up bread, people were like, you reset it. And I'm like, is it because I put bread in the pneumatic tube and that reset whatever was in the pneumatic tube? And it was just like... If there, yeah, if there was some little Nobody dialogue. Really if, if somebody said, if someone in the game said, "Oh, I just, uh, I guess I reset," you just something. played Broken Age, and it will give you an indication yeah. whether you're moving in the right direction, and even subtle hints of like what to. Yeah. This is what this person likes. Yeah. This is what this machine needs. The game could have, like, if they had a, like a journal mm-hmm. where you're collecting clues. Yeah. And a hint system. There's I mean, no start button to see your objective. You have no idea what you're doing ever. Uh, it's kind of frustrating, but every time you get to a, a cutscene, it's amazing, it's glorious, yeah. and you want to see those things. Yes, and the things that, per- that don't permit you to see those things. I mean, yeah, I'll say this: mind. I miss Grim Fandango when it first came mm-hmm. out. I played it finally. I, th- I think I bought a copy off of mm-hmm. eBay in like 2005, 2007, somewhere in there. Played it and loved it, and I, I'm pretty sure I played it with an FAQ because mm-hmm. I'm a pussy that way. Yeah, and. I remember almost nothing about the gameplay, but I remember absolutely adoring the story yeah. and the characters. Yeah. Like, just the fact that I could get so attached to a bunch of skeletons. Yeah. And I'm not using that as a stand-in word for SJWs. They were actual skeletons. <laughs> uh, but now imagine having no idea what to do and talking to these charming characters over and over again as they tell you, I can't do anything for you. That's really frustrating. I think, uh, and you can watch all of it on being, yeah, YouTube.com. Being, being on a stream is probably the one place that, or being in a place where there's absolutely no internet access, yes. are the two situations <laughs> where the game is, is is not uh, amenable to to how you're playing. Because if I was playing this alone on my couch, I would I'd figure I, it out. Yeah, and I'm and I don't have to worry about like talking to an audience being and also look, yeah. Or asking twenty five people simultaneously, what do I do? And like half of them are joking, half of them are serious, <laughs> but I haven't explained it quite well enough. Yeah, hot Rod Roscoe, get yeah. Yeah. Put the dick in your butt, and man, he's like, that, that doesn't go there. Because <laughs> every like, that's that's what he says all yeah. the time. If you watch, if you watch the uh, the YouTube archive of it, mm-hmm. like half of the stuff, like. It, it's half of the stuff is stock like oh yeah uh, draw a mustache on yourself and then uh, mm. put a beard on this guy 
and then half the stuff is using things that I have in my inventory, but I'm thinking, like, you know, he's just bullshitting me and making fun. Because they kept telling me, like, take two of these. And yeah. I thought, like, you're joking. Why would it take two balloons? I only think I need one. And they're like, no, because you got to fill up two balloons with different things and put it in the... Nobody tells you. It's just... Nobody. Yeah. You would never know to do that. And they're... they're... I remember in Broken Ages that glorious return to point-and-click games are like... Remember when you get cereal and you just keep rejecting it? And cereal just never... Like, different it's kinds great, of cereal? Yeah. That doesn't really happen in Grim Fandango. No. Like, you just fail in the same way every time, and yeah. it's annoying. But yeah. I thought I thought Broken Age. Is that you? No. Yeah. Nothing happened. I, I thought Broken Age was a bit too easy. I was a little bit sad playing, uh, like just streaming it. I there was so much dialogue that I knew that I had no reason to ever have to use. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to listen to it because, like, everything in the game is pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's, even yes. As long as it's a, a scripted piece of dialogue, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Great. And it was it was tough to navigate. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Resident Evil came out what we, one or two weeks ago, and one. yeah, I mean, this I, I, is the year of remakes so far. Yeah, uh, this will this the year of this remakes will continue to be the year of, of remakes games with pre-rendered time. backgrounds that mm-hmm. shift when you walk three feet mm-hmm. <laughs> and you forget what direction you're walking in. But Grim Fandango, it might be worse than Resident Evil, where it's like, oh, everything shifted. I don't know. At which direction I should be I moving? I did love in. that you brought he brought up the one eighty degree rule, yeah, which a, is, is a continuity rule for film that you don't cross this line with the camera because it becomes confusing for the audience. And Grim Fandango crosses that constantly, yeah, and, and without you knowing that it's happening. Well, this was a weird part. It's like right in the front of the building where Manny works. There's like the front door, and you can see the hallway to. Like the, uh, the like, if you're coming in the front door, never gonna be able you to can this. you can see the ru- you can see the like the, the 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 way to walk to the right. The way to the left is com- it's completely blocked off. Unless you start to walk left a little, then you'll start to see that area. Mm-hmm. Or if you walk all the way forward, you'll see the area to the left, and you'll think it. You, oh, if I keep walking forward, it'll, it'll be to the left. But no, you have to go back to the door and to the left. It's, it's, I told you you'd never be able to I, I freaked out a couple times during the stream because it was like, I was there before. I don't remember how I did it. Does it still have the tank controls? It, it, it you is, can switch between the option. There's an options menu, and they call them tank controls. Yeah, <laughs> I nice. love that. Beautiful. But yeah, I, I really love Grim Fandango. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not as immediately as I love the other big game that <gasps> came out this week. Tell me everything about... Uh, give me the gist of this because I don't understand what's awesome about it. You've played Dead Island. I have. Okay, imagine Dead Island, but much, much better. Oh, you ripped with, up the characters and the awful plot. Yeah, with with more interesting characters, a more engaging plot. Uh, I don't want to say better combat, because mm-hmm. I have some weird issues with the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the parkour is fantastic. It feels like Mirror's Edge in an open world. Yeah, like someone like mounting up a ledge. and Yeah. It, well, it's it's really nice because, like, you know, just look at this ledge while you're mm-hmm. jumping, and you will grab onto it and pull yourself up, and mm-hmm. you can climb radio towers like that, like, you know, just jump, pull jumping yourself between ledges. And, well, you don't, uh, like, a lot of times in first-person shooters, <coughs> when you jump, you just feel like, I feel like a fat dude that just had, like, a small trampoline be executed underneath <laughs> him, and, like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. No, this, this feels, like, it, it oh. has weight behind it. Like, yeah, that's what it looked know. like. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like you feel like a, a 
You feel you like feel you have a presence heavy. in the world. You feel yeah. a lot heavier. You don't than feel weightless. I did in Mirror's Edge, mm. for example, where I kind of feel like I'm flying over obstacles. And this, actually, if you like leap and jump onto like a weak rooftop, mm. you will crash through that rooftop, and it'll be like, yeah. and you'll be like, oh shit! And, and it'll attract all kinds there. of like uh, viral zombies, which oh. are like the fast well, definitely zombies. if you find it, and they're all be, they'll all be like, you're fat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> through a roof, fatty. Yeah. But like there were there were so many jumps I made that it really felt like I was just like uh, struggling to pull myself up after barely making a jump, yeah. which which was cool. I mean, yeah. I will say I have th- there's some awkwardness initially for me in the game. I'm I've, full disclosure. I'm reviewing it for IGN right now. We're we're doing a review in progress series. I've so far done two days of it as of this recording, mm-hmm. and uh, initially, like what's really awkward for me is that. Jumping is mapped to R1 on the PS4 controller, which I still have not gotten used to, even after about nine hours of play. That's pretty bad. I don't know of a game this generation that has done that. Yeah, I keep wanting to hit X, which is jumping like every other game, but that just shows me what what I can interact with nearby. Mm -hmm. Like, you hold down X and... You can't remap these? No, you can't. You can remap them to a certain degree. Like, I can... Switch jump to R two instead I would of R one. I would prefer that just because you got that. But then R two is attack it, it, yeah. by default, uh. so I kind of like it there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then attacking, especially like when you first start out, combat is super awkward. Like I described it as an awkward mess because you're just sort of blindly flailing at zombies and hoping you connect with something vital, and. Uh, you have very little stamina starting out, so like you kill one zombie and it's usually enough to leave you exhausted and ineffectual for a few seconds. You have to stand there and wait for your stamina meter to recharge. And uh, so it's a little bit of a drag. You don't really want to fight with zombies, especially at first. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, like, it, it, and the the things that I've unlocked uh, so far are kind of geared more toward like cutting a quick path through zombies. Instead of, like, yeah, I, I can take on a fucking crowd of them now. Yeah. It's more like, oh, now I can, like, just vault over their shoulders. Like, just jump over them, uh, leapfrogging from one to the other, and use that as, like, a boost to get up to a high ledge or something like that. Or now I can do a, a flying drop kick, like like a wrestling move. It sends them flying, gives me a few seconds to get away. And then you go out at night, which is sort of inadvisable, but there are these uh, creatures called volatiles that are out at night that uh, you can see on your mini-map because they have little vision cones. They look like uh, little square cactuses. <laughs> you know, well, you imagine them as like Metal Gear guards. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I can see his vision cone. I should probably stay uh. away from there. But then if you attract their attention, they will pursue you. They are kind of indestructible. You can mm. slow them down with a UV flashlight that you have. But uh, as you're temporarily, temporarily blind them? Uh, it stuns them for a second because mm. they take damage from it, but mm. not a lot of damage. Uh, but that is, like, some of the best... Exp- like, th- this is the most thrilling uh, a game has been in years for me, mm. is running away from the volatiles because you're, you're trying to run very fast. You've got this big playground in front mm. of you that you can use to kind of find a path to safety. And the whole time you hear them, you hear their footsteps running behind you. You can hear them panting and howling. Uh, you can look back by holding the triangle button down, and you will see them right behind you, and then they'll, like, leap toward you in slow motion. You're like, fuck! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot of fun. So far, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, because the thing is that uh, we got re- review copies mm-hmm. literally the day before the game came out. 
mm-hmm. which is usually a very bad sign. It means they don't want you to have a review up on time because there's something very bad about the game. But they it's don't also want you to discover. Land, they may not have finished it. Until yeah, just it sounds, yeah, that sounds a lot like that because yeah. there's not only like yeah the review copy coming in late. Like, isn't it like I think in Europe the the digital version is avail will be available or is available already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the they have the, impressed discs. The discs, mm-hmm. yeah, are are still waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, that's, we we haven't. They really burnt like the midnight oil on this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think we we've gotten discs yet, even though they're available commercially. And I had a like uh, a month ago or over a month ago. I had a preview build that was mm-hmm. a huge chunk of the game. So mm-hmm. like they weren't shy about giving yeah about letting press play it, and they gave mm-hmm. me no restrictions as to I could even like stream parts of it as long as I didn't show off like early story bits so mm-hmm. yeah i don't think they were ever shy about showing off the game um but whatever happened like the guy the guy who reps them was like sending emails last week going yeah. don't have review code yet sorry it really sounded it'll probably like, be a couple days before that it comes out and then it was the day before yeah it was it was probably like the, the way he was kind of like frantic about it made it sound like they didn't intend to not have review code mm-hmm. early. I, so. I'm super ignorant to the game, though. Yeah. Is there like some weird? Is there any online component yes. to it? Co-op. There, there are several co-op. online components. There's co-op mm-hmm. uh, for up to four players, mm-hmm. and it is pretty fun. Uh, in addition to having someone along, it will spit uh, little challenges at you. So, like, if you and your buddy are in the middle of a swarm of zombies, it will ask you, like, "Hey, do you want to compete to see who can kill the most zombies?" And then you'll get points at the end. Or, uh, hey, there was an airdrop just then. Do you want to compete to see who can get to it the first? Or you're climbing a radio tower. Who can get to the top the fastest? Mm. Can you say, no, I'm playing with my friend and we want to be fair with each other. You can just (laughs) ignore it. But it's it's just a chance to kind of get extra XP. It's not about competition. We're trying to work together. Yeah. And if you do want competition, you can actually... There's a Be the Zombie mode. Where you hmm. can uh, play as a really ultra powerful zombie called a night hunter, that I think is only player controlled, and then you can invade other people's games. Ooh. And so this thing, I, I played a bit as, as it in the tutorial. I wasn't mm-hmm. able to actually jump into a game because it's having some matchmaking issues early on. But uh, this thing has tendrils that work like bionic commando grappling hooks, so you can Ooh. just like point at a distant ledge or all and just here. yeah just as richard just <laughs> fly over to it uh you can you can pounce on uh humans and kill them that way mm. um the only thing is that uh, if they shine their uv light on you you will be completely depowered mm-hmm. and have to run away uh and then that kind of is a little bit of a downer but i just like the idea that like oh yeah you can grief other players so long as they're amenable to it and then you can set to say like Oh, I only want to be uh, invaded at nighttime, or I want to be invaded at all hours of the day, or I don't want to be invaded What's at all. What's their incentive to want to be invade invaded me ever? Before, between five and six. That's Willie's <laughs> time. I don't know. Don't, I, don't I, invade me while Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I'm not sure what the incentive is because I haven't played that yet. But mm. I just off the top of my head, I would imagine it's like, oh, it's it's another challenge. It's a chance okay. for to to face off against another player mm-hmm. in a competitive way. Well, and I'd it's a chance for them decent to, rewards. Yeah, probably. Should you beat the person? Yeah. And it seems like it'll be difficult to beat them. I might play it, Michael. I well, mean, by that I mean awesome. buy it. I'll buy a copy. Yeah. Like I said, though, I'm waiting for the other shooter draw because I'm wondering, like, okay, what was it? Is there something wrong with it? But so far, it's a lot of fun. Who's publishing the game? Oh, who is publishing it? Jeez, I have Warner Brothers. Question. Is it? Warner? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is Warner Brothers. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
But and and the thing is, like, it's a Techland game, mm. and Techland. If you've ever played anything by them, uh, Dead Island mm. or the Call of Juarez games, like wonderfully horrible, wonderfully horrible, and also usually really buggy. Mm-hmm. And the bugs are pretty obvious mm-hmm. and easy to find. I have not found anything yet beyond like. A, sh- uh, a brief instance of audio cutting out during a conversation, like mm-hmm. in the first five minutes of the game. And another thing that really annoyed me, which you know is is the sort of thing like, well, you go make a sandwich, this won't be an issue. Mm-hmm. When it installs the game on PS4, it installs the tutorial first, and then it installs the rest of the game while you're playing through the tutorial. So if you finish the tutorial uh, before the rest of the game finishes installing. Then you'll go to the elevator to get to the outside world, and it's like, oh, you can't use the elevator. It's 88% installed. You have to wait. And so mm-hmm. it was like another 12 minutes or so. But, I mean, that was the future you were promised. Minutes. Like, we could play games Console. while they were installing, and yep. not a sing Dude, PC games don't do that shit either, where you can play as you're installing. No. It's not a standard feature for anything. No, that's true. It's usually when people want to, like, bother to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm behind that. Because shit, last gen platform. Uh, last, I remember waiting two hours for GTA to install. Oh. I literally like read half a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my I remember God. when Devil May Cry? I hate fo- books. Devil May Cry Four on PS3 was a huge deal because it took twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I, that's par for the course. I, that was the, the only thing. Like when the <clears throat> Xbox said you can play games to learn something. Like that's brilliant. And there's still that option. Like start playing yeah. now. Never fucking works. Yeah. Ever. I think Never. the Dead Island. I think I read that it has the option. Where you can choose to either uh, download multiplayer or or single player. You mean Dying Light. Dying Light. What did I yeah. say? Mm-hmm. Dead Island. No. The same thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare did the same thing. Oh yeah. But yes, All it does Call have of Duty's that option. Day, games do that on PC, don't they? I don't know anything about any of this. What do you mean? You have to We're, download the whole game. But there's a separate multiplayer pack and a yeah, single player pack. Yeah, but you need. You really do. But, you need both. But when you're download, when you choose to download it, you can say download, download this first, so I can play single player first while multiplayer is downloading. Or I'm pretty sure. I highly doubt the multiplayer works unless you're sworn they were still they were separate packs. I it think is, I think Dying Light. I saw somebody. It is weird yeah, that you can download it. the multiplayer first because the if multi- you wanted to, the multiplayer first. is co-op through the story mode. Well, <laughs> can't you also be the like the asshole zombie? Yeah, I suppose, but other that is actually a separate DLC pack that I think mm. is included and free now, whereas it originally it was supposed to be a pre-order bonus. Mm. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, even though there's separate things on Steam, I don't think you can play Call of Duty multiplayer I, without the I single I just remember player. there was, like, there was an even within Steam an executable file for, for two separate... First, yeah, there, there single is. player and multi. But like one of them is so small, like mm-hmm. file size. I highly doubt you. you it's can all play the same it. engine or something like that, yeah. and you're basically downloading a fucking matchmaking. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Me neither. I'm just saying. But Whatever. I'm excited to be excited about the first game to be excited about in two months. It really is, and that, that's the two thing. Two months. It's a, it's a genuine. I thought release. I didn't like games. I, this is Where's like, my games? I, I've been looking ahead at the release calendar. This is a really slow month, mm-hmm. and next month isn't that much better. But to to have something that is actually fun and mm-hmm. good, and this is a surprise. What about Gravity Ghost? Come on. Mm. What the I, hell is Gravity Ghost? I haven't played Gravity Ghost. It's an indie game that's getting a lot of praise. Is it, is it the one that's supposed to be sort of like Mario I, Galaxy? No, no. In like a 2D kind of way. I, mm. I played it at like GDC really last year, and... Uh, um, 
dude who did the music for uh, FTL did the music for it. And yeah, fuck fuck that life. The, damn it. I was <laughs> just about to say that. So, fuck that life. Fuck the life, man. Uh, Tesla Grad is coming to PS3 and PS4. Huzzah! Finally, the world can know the glory of Tesla Grad. Yeah. Is there any context of what that is? Um, I don't know. I just remember hearing the name when it was released for PC. I think it's a new car. You might want to look into you're it. Right, you're right, you're mm-hmm. right. It's, it's a city of uh, Elon Musk's electric car. That's <laughs> <laughs> something that came out last week. I haven't played it, but it was neat when I demoed it months and months ago. It's, um... I don't even know the actual name of it, but it's an Xbox One game that is six players, and it's like Wave Race. Ooh! Yeah. The, Ooh. Like, uh, the fact that Xbox One can use, like, can have six players playing simultaneously, they don't really they don't really advertise it at all. Uh, but this is a game that if you, you know, if you play it on a big enough screen, it's split into oh, six. Like, into, like on a like couch co-op. Yeah. Six players, same screen. Uh kind of wave racy game i think it's kind of cheap that makes it twice the cost of the console to buy that many controllers yeah no i yeah. mean if you can find six people that live somewhat locally mm. and have controllers and can bring them over and uh we're we have a we're all on a podcast together and i don't think that we could scrounge up six controllers <laughs> yeah. but i like the idea and when i played it at this um try. xbox indie event ages ago um back when i was getting invited to stuff uh, <laughs> it was fun. It was like it reminded me of playing four-player wave race I on Nintendo it. 64. So Ugh. it was it was neat. I don't know how good it ended up being. Again, if anyone wants to pay me to review it, <laughs> I just want to say this game's title uh, also coming out this week: Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth Ugh. Two Sisters Generation. Because that's just a bunch of words that make no that? sense together. It's it's like you're coming to Vita. All you want to do is play a JRPG and don't give a shit about what it contains. Like, it, well, it's got it's got great console satire. Y- it really mm. doesn't because I played no, it, the, two of the games. Console aboard. satire is these characters are named after consoles. Yeah, it's, it really doesn't. These yeah. games are terrible. It doesn't actually parallel anything. It's just kind of a dungeon crawler. Sisters generation. Sisters generation. Does that mm. mean you generate sisters? God, yes. I hope so. Uh, a couple DLC things coming out this week for shooter fans. Mm. Borderlands, the pre-sequel, oh, uh, the later Hammerlock pack. Mm. Mm. Which is, I guess, uh, Sir Hammerlock's sister. I have no 360 and no PS3 hooked up to yeah, my television. You don't care. You also don't care about Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Havoc, but I'm going to say it anyway. No. who what, It's coming to Xbox One. Does that 1. have high-profile celebs in it? Probably. Okay. I sure hope so. I have no idea. All of them are Troy Baker. Ah, uh, well, I said high profile, but that's okay. All roles are played by Troy Baker, just like in real life. Yeah, I like how uh, hyper uh, hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth is spelled R E semicolon yeah. birth. It's the worst one, and worst. it's also coming to PC. You can't just put it should fucking be, it should be semicolons. Hyperdimension Neptunia. We hate Google. <laughs> <laughs> Like unless yeah, fuck I mean, SEO. I guess, is it a joke about how the semicolon is misused mm-hmm. often? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, here's one that we can all be excited about because it will completely devalue an important part of some of our game collections. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metroid Ooh, yeah. Prime Trilogy yes. coming to Wii U. I don't. I, I there'll always be some weirdo person who needs a physical copy. Yeah. I'm not worried about my sealed. And the fact that it's in a steel box. <laughs> I'm just really happy. Like I haven't played the Wii U uh, Wii games yet, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I'm totally wrong about this. But I'm very excited about the prospect of a game. 
uh, being able to play a game that was adapted for the Wii's crazy ass controller yeah. on a normal controller. Oh, but I don't think that's how that's it works. Not how it works. Ugh, lame. Because I've only downloaded Mario's, Mario Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. And I had to fish out my uh, Wii motion sensor. Yep. And uh, mine fell behind. A Wii I remote? have two that have fallen behind the TV behind like sixteen hundred yeah. cords. And good Ugh. luck finding it because that 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 cord is so, so thin. Small. And so I eventually found that, and I found a nunchuck and a Wii remote. And when you play, you can use the um, the uh, gamepad controller as the sensor, which is kind of neat. So you, if you want to just play, like you didn't actually want to use still the TV. Have to- like I don't have any batteries in my house. Yeah. And like I was I just like I just want to play Mario Galaxy and But you just... yeah, you have to like I was still use the yeah, Can I it... just mention two weeks ago in the show I said Nintendo will never release Wii games on yeah. the Wii U, let alone punch out. I was wrong. I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and I paid thirty dollars for a physical copy of the Wii Punch Out which you can now get for nine dollars. The joke's on me. And Enough that, with the tweets. That, I get it. I was the most wrong anyone could no, ever be. No, you were prescient because you said it the day before the it was day announced. Before it was announced. And that one, I think, is probably the best uh, Wii original Wii game to buy on the Wii U. Because even if you have to use the Wii remote to mm-hmm. like just navigate the menus, once you start playing the game, it is the most normal. It's the, well, it's a huge it, NES game. Yeah, it's basically an NES game. Mm-hmm. Whereas, but like, I think everything that's else, a, there's you need no to. motion functionality to it at all. If you no. don't want there to be, it's yeah. an option but in the menu. You, Why yeah. would I have? It needs two buttons and a D-pad. Why well, do I have to use the Wii Remote? There's a best I prefer song using the Wii Balance Board. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could use the stupid Balance Board for Punch Out. Oh. God, that's the stuff we need to be streaming. Well, I guess that'd be pretty good for like ducking from side to side. No, nope, never, never no? would it be good enough like to actually have to duck when you're playing a boxing game. That will always suck. That would have been cool if there was an awesome games done quick version of like, yeah, I use the the Wii Balance Board to play uh-huh. through. Yes, and that's also called Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Like, also, <laughs> I can't come unless I'm hammering nails in my dick. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have no imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the best part of Awesome Games Done Quick. It really was. <laughs> Look how quick this makes me come. I, yeah. I do have to fuck a nail gun, gun to come. Oh, man. What a wonderful reference. Yeah. Got to put that on a t-shirt. Yep. Got to better hurry before someone beats you to it. Fuck, um, a, nail gun to, fuck a nail gun to come is my favorite thing. punk album. Stand by it. <laughs> nail come. Anyway. <laughs> nail come. Um, also, Apotheon is a game that I've seen just previews of and looks really interesting. Does it have Steve McQueen in it? Uh, no, it's it's the uh, side scroller that looks like a Greek vase. Okay. Like that's the art style. I wanted to escape from a French prison. There's <laughs> so a reference can, for no one. You can still play the Great Escape. <sighs> this is way better. You're, thinking of, you're thinking of Papillon. Papillon. No, Papillon. Papillon. And this is a coffee. Shouldn't be correcting you in language. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Up in uh, it atom. means butterfly. I know what it means. All right. But I usually call it butterfly when I'm around polite company. Oh, okay. It's a movie where he hides a butterfly up his ass. It's a great film. I fuck it. It doesn't do that, but it's great. I kind of think Battle Cry looks cool, but whatever. It it does look cool. I I tried playing it a little bit, and it's like this is sort of boring. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, mm. that's just me at E3, and I was like one of five mm. people playing it at I the time. Know. It's called Battle Cry. It's the combination of Battlefield and Far Cry. Mm-hmm. If, you don't, if you don't have enough originality to come up with a better name, <laughs> your game probably sucks ass. Uh, uh, Something's bad as Warface. Warface. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the combination of fucking uh, Modern Warfare and it's Mel Gibson's Man Without a Face. It's awful. Look at my war face. Look at my war face, son. Ah! You guys ever see those cat face shorts? What? Like they, there was, uh, Can I wear them? Y- you know Weebles, right? Weebles Wobble. Is that like some Saturday morning cartoon with people obsessed with anime? I want to say it's the Badger Badger Mushroom guy. <laughs> I think. Thank you, Tyler Lake. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I'm going way <laughs> off track here, but he has a little flash cartoon called Cat Face. <laughs> And I just imagine the theme song for it every time I hear Warface. It's like, Warface, he's got a big Warface. He's got the body of a war, war and the face of a war. <laughs> and he floats through the air because he's got a Warface. Warface. It's a, it's Thank a you fucking, for indulging me. It's a fucking joke being perpetrated in all of us, the constant use of the word war. You Fuck should, that. You should it, pitch that. It bothers me so much. There's a top five in here of like games that just... I, I want to like just draw an so, evolutionary so chart from... Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter to Warfighter to Advanced Warfare. That's what they think you like. It's <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. Put war in it. Guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> sell re- another 10,000 copies. I'm going to repurpose a tweet that got no traction Please uh, do. for this. Uh, I wish the developers of Warframe and Warface combined Ooh. their efforts Ooh. to make a game called Face Warmer. <laughs> uh, Ooh, is it going to be face frame or frame face? Uh, frame face sounds like a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> face frame face. I'm going to make that a frame face. I'm going to make a war game set in San Francisco called War Wharf. Ah, <laughs> yeah, advanced wharf fair. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And exactly. it's it's set on a wharf in San Francisco, and it also stars Wharf from Where Star Trek. Where you can Trek. shoot paperclips, flops, <laughs> and SJWs all day long. Advanced Wharf Wharf. Ow! Ow! That's not kosher. Oh, that? Ow! Uh, oh, Wharf should be in every Call of Duty. Yes, Captain. Advanced Wharf Fair. It's a, it's a great joke, Michael, and I think it needs to be appreciated again. I... I just Wolf, want to rent out a Wolf giant Wolf. local Advanced fairground. Advanced Warfare is also the uh, sequel to uh, Sim Theme Park. Uh, yeah, because all I can Advanced imagine, all I can imagine now is some like podunk fucking local fair with a Klingon theme. Yeah, and it's making me very happy. <laughs> and and Advanced Wharf Hair is when he gets braids. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wasn't there something with like Farmer Wharf on the holodeck? Farmer he was wearing Wharf? like a straw hat and some overalls or some shit. That seems illogical, Captain. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's what Worf said. Uh, <laughs> rural jerk. I haven't seen this All right, it's getting silly in here. It's getting not silly. <laughs> silly bad. News good. Gotta bring it back down. Gotta ground the show into a fine dust. Queers. Rude. <laughs> um, hey, you did an and. <laughs> <laughs> Missed her already. Aw. Uh, the Zelda comic from 90s Nintendo Fuck, Power is coming cool. back. That, I cannot believe it It didn't create a greater controversy. There's one moment in there that I read as a child. Like, oh yeah, I might try that. Uh, and it was where Link, to rescue someone from a burning house, oh, yeah. poured a bucket of water on him and ran in uh-huh. and was uh, 
iteration of that scene immune to fire. You see that every so often in anime. You I do. You why. do. But I remember Link doing it particularly because this comic is really weird because like Link makes a ton of like mm-hmm. awkward anime faces. He also talks. He which talks is a lot. Strange enough in itself. Well, I mean, I was I'd been watching uh, stupid fucking Super Mario Super Show for. Yeah. Excuse me, Princess Hang Ten Ganon. I'm just a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> so it wasn't that unusual to us at the time. It wasn't. But it's by uh, it was by Shotaro and Ishinomori, and that guy is Japanese. He's very Japanese. <laughs> he did a uh, manga called Cyborg Zero Zero Nine, and uh, it was the ninth Cyborg comic. Yep, a lot of other stuff. He's he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he better be. Mm-hmm. Whatever this this comic was super fun, and it's not anything I ever imagined would be collected again that I read constantly i yeah. love this thing yeah I, I remember the whole i read the whole thing i can't remember how it ended mm-hmm. i i'm assuming link beat ganon but who knows i don't remember so this was it. in nintendo power yeah. yes every month it was it there was nintendo power for a while was publishing this and a super, super mario, mario world, world. Mm-hmm. comic and where does a uh, nestor fit in this Nowhere, actually. Yeah, I think he was kind of being diminished at the time. He was drawn by a new artist, and his, his was gags actually, weren't as funny or as interesting. Sh- well, I don't think it was that at all. I think it was that uh, the big takeaway for Nintendo Power as a magazine was Nestor, and mm-hmm. Nintendo at the time, I think, was making comics of its own with its characters, and like, well, fuck Nestor. Well, there were the Valiant comics. That, well, I mean, but yeah, which were terrible. these are still going in Japan. They're ongoings, hmm. like all these Mario and, and like, well, the Mario comics are ongoing. Uh, I think they were already in production. It was just like, Nintendo owned them. Why are we paying these Nestor people? Who gives a shit about Howard and Nestor? Hmm. It's a reference to a guy who doesn't even work here. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, it was just Nestor for mm-hmm. a long time after he left. Yeah. It, I, after he that's, left. That's her. the way I'm imagining. I have no idea, I'm sure. So p- please correct me again, once again this week. Please call me an asshole. Canteased on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, also, Chris, you sent me something labeled Fuck Michael. <laughs> Uh, I it, sadly I can't remember who sent this to me, but um, obviously I am cartoon obsessed. This week's Laser Time is about uh, the best animated films based on television cartoons, and uh, somebody sent me this thing over Christmas break. And I'm sorry, I, I meant to write down your name, but I've, ha- I've had this, bra- this open in my browser since Christmas. Um, this is the from the cutting room floor. A mm-hmm. great website, by the way, an amazing website. You want to lose like 800 fucking hours. Go to the cutting room floor who uh, specialize in digging up little parts of games that are still oh, in yeah. the code, uh, but showing you all of it. And um, this is a weird uh, crossroads for Bomberman where, like, it was popular enough, but, like, uh, Hudson didn't really give a shit about making anymore, but Interplay, Interplay licensed Bomberman and made a Bomberman game. Yeah. So before Act Zero, like, we got to make this shit Western as fuck. <laughs> We gotta make we gotta make it crazy. These guys need edgy attitudes. It's not enough for them to be cute and uh-huh. throwing bombs to kill one another. How how much edgier do you need to be? Well, if you play back zero, you can you, know. you can make, give them <laughs> you can give them black armor and add a bunch of unnecessary detail to their still cute designs. Yes, and and so like, but it was just that like I didn't connect who the voice actors were and what they were saying. So, but so as part of this push that didn't actually end up making the game was a lot of filthy language mm-hmm. with the Bomberman characters. Um, so this is labeled Atomic F Bomberman. Yes. So wait, uh, just to, for clarification, I'm sorry if you mentioned this, this before. better be punny. It's not punny. No, uh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what year was this around? Late 90s. Late That's, 90s. So it was yeah. post, post, post Clay Fighter World. 
Um, Interplay had already. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is bet post bad Mr. Frosty and uh, Taffy Mountain. Yeah, Man, so. uh, 97, 97. The, and this like, never came out in the Japan. The glorious Clay Fighter theme. It's never ever came out in Japan. But this is this is a company yeah. that did all that. It totally, and I think it was it was that they they thought they had some. Uh, this is what American gamers want, but they hate all of your games. Yeah. Well, what if we use one of yours? What if when the cute characters die, they say things like this? Ah, shit! 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 <laughs> this is wow. Bomberman. This is wow. Bomberman. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. This is Bomberman, and keep playing it. Uh, here's, here's a power-up sound. Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Ooh, come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Come on, biatch! Jesus, what of those sounded like Buster Bunny? Uh, it is Charles Adler. It is Buster Bunny. Wow, um, that's, and that's why I was going to play. I wanted to play them because that makes me sad. Uh, it's not only Charles Adler, but you listen closely. This is Billy West. Oh wow. my God! Let's hear some more. Eat my dust and lick my crack. Yeah, eat my dust and lick my crack. Eat my dust and lick my crack. <laughs> eat my dust and lick my crack. <laughs> eat my dust and lick my crack. There oh my God, eat my dust and lick my crack. Zap Brannigan here telling you to lick my crack. Lick Lately. my crack. Uh, this is like, uh, if you're ever at one of those, like, um... Improv shows where they pull somebody in from the audience and they're like, "Everybody <laughs> say the same line," oh, dang, and then everyone. Too many improv shows. Uh, it's so yeah. specific. <laughs> now, yes. guys, if you're going to get called on stage at an improv show, say, uh, "Put your nose up my butthole, mm-hmm. Michael." Uh, you know what I'd say to that? What? I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. This is bothering me. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. You'll fuck. Yeah, I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. Billy West. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet. Billy West again. They had to be in the same room, like playing off each other. Like you're gonna say it that way, I'm gonna like because nobody has nobody's doing the same. Back to your improv thing, you can imagine them like tapping in. (laughs) I'll break your fucking head with a ratchet, and then like I'll break your head with a ratchet. I can't wait to hear the vaguely gay voiced one uh, say this. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. (laughs) I'm gonna bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. <laughs> I'll bust your ass. Again, Billy West. Doing Ooh, I'll bust your ass. Uh, I, yes, I was playing these out of my phone on Christmas Day, laughing to myself, trying, it, it, as my parents <laughs> try to remember my dead grandmother. I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many of these. Let's, let's hear one of the outtakes. I'll slap you down and shit. Why is that an outtake? I am so fucking proud of you, I could just shit. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Talk oh. to the fist because the face is pissed. What? That's not bad. That sounds like... Imagine imagine Philip J. Fry saying this. Do it again. Talk to the fist because the face is pissed. Oh, my God. That's such a cool novelty 1999 t-shirt. It, it does like, sound like something Robert Smigel would write for Phil Hartman to does. say as Frank Sinatra. It does. Something I would buy in Las Vegas in 1999, like... Mm-hmm. Time for a fucking dirt nap. Time for a fucking shirt. dirt nap, you shit fuck! Jesus. Wow! 
You talking to me, shitheel? <laughs> Where's the stuff about riding a kangaroo and kicking bombs? <laughs> oh, it's right here. My ass is killing me. <laughs> oh, keep going, keep going. My ass is killing me. I need help. <gasps> is it now My jerky ass boys? Is killing me. I need help. My ass is killing me. I need help. Oh, my ass is killing me. I need help. My ass is killing me. I need help. My ass is killing me. I need help. This is straight up. My ass is killing me. I need help. They're all being stabbed by a a walking ass. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, my ass. Oh, my ass. Oh, Oh, my ass. Oh, my ass. Oh my ass! Right, Ooh, my ass! Ooh, my ass! Hey, my ass! Alright, Jerky Ooh, Boys tryouts, take two. Maximus! Ooh, my are, ass! Are you sure these aren't just Chris and Tista no. reading they the same line like over it. and it's, over again? It's all I've ever wanted to do. Do oh my ass! Three times. Oh my ass! Jesus! 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 Jesus. Jesus! 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 Hey, Zeus! Hey, Zeus! Hey, Alright, come on. Hold on. That's the puritanical country we're living in. Jesus! This is in the band curse word section because they said Jesus. It would affect the ESRB if they said the word Jesus in it. It would bump it up to a T rating. Hey, Zeus! I just want to uh, play one that reflects what the audience is probably thinking right now. Would you guys cut out this macho shit and hurry up? Yeah, yeah, I can, fine. I can play the other 12 versions of that if you No, want. no, I got it. I got it. As long as Buster Bunny said it, I'm okay with that. That is really weird, though. That's right there, tits. That's right there, sweet tits. That's right there, tits. <laughs> it's uh, weird, because they're all great. Yeah, they are. That's right there, tits. God, stop oh, it, Buster. So bad. Watch my Tiny Toons video, you fuck faces. Okay, can we just play the one above that? Just one of them. I smoked your ass. I smoked your ass. Duke Nukem, like it. I smoked your ass. I smoked your ass. I smoked your ass. The first one was right. I smoked your ass. I smoked your ass. Because to smoke, of course, it, to smoke is to yeah, I I shot you down. Yes, right. Yes. So the first one, I smoked your ass, is correct. The other ones, I smoked your ass. By Jove, I'll put that ass in a pipe and smoke exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Spit yep. all exactly. over the microphone. Completely. <laughs> it's like they tried every inflection, which I'm sure they did. Yeah, one of them was strangely erotic. Like it really it's, was. it's one of those things where it's like, really oh was. baby, I'm if you smoke your ass, you repeat a word or phrase over right. and over again until it, it stops making meaning. sense. Yeah. yeah, it's like you Jesus. start to really ponder Jesus. the meaning of I smoked Jesus. your ass. I yeah. smoked your ass. You guys have said Jiminy Jilliker so much it's lost all meaning. Jiminy Jilliker. <laughs> I rolled up your uh, ass and some papers and I smoked it. Damn good. That was some good ass. I remember when we did that Dead Island video and like we had to like go outside, wait for a plane to fly over to match audio, and did it for like an hour. It's like this is one line, and I'll never ever be able to read it better. Yeah, and I, I smoked did, that plane's ass. Uh, <laughs> it's hard, it's we hard. might be zombies, but at least we aren't queers. And like, this will never be funny. Like, just cut the whole cut the whole scene. That's what I would do. That's where I make this, uh, decisions now. Ah, that wasn't that funny. There's no way I'm re-recording. That wasn't the line, though. That wasn't the line, you guys. There was a lot of terrible lines in that. That wasn't the line. 
No one read that line. No one read that Your line. Your ass is grass. Your ass is grass. There was a monologue between you and I about in that in that movie about how like to deny the existence of you as a zombie was like Reagan denying AIDS. Yeah, oh, yeah. and the, and yeah. <laughs> which I wish was still there. Well, um, okay. well, yeah. Yeah, can we lose that line? <laughs> no, no, we can't. Like the whole thing was sold on the fucking line. Yeah. That's the only reason I mean, I'm pissed uh, that, like, anyone agreed to, to give you money to do it. Because we went to go talk to them to tur- talk them into turning into zombies and like, don't, this is evolution. Don't deny evolution. Are you being blockbuster? Don't be blockbuster. <laughs> uh, and I thought that was a good line. Good and, line. Like, and like, they're like, but, you know, blockbuster is like, <laughs> they don't exist now, you motherfuckers. Who cared if we offended blockbuster? Yep. They yeah. existed at the time, though. I think they did, they? and it was yeah. like it was like fine. I guess that's not Death funny throws, enough. But uh, <sighs> full disclosure: you're the only one who made any money off of that. The rest of us a ton just of money did it. We're ordered to do it as part of our day jobs. You all agreed to it. You just didn't yeah, bother reading true. the script until you showed up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, no, uh, <clears throat> no argument. Treat there. it like a. I just want to point that out. Treat it like a giant pain in the ass. What? I have to stop writing reviews and be in a movie? <laughs> well, I think you're confusing that with the actual dialogue you wrote for me. Oh, oh yes. Because, oh, because it was, it was not filled with integrity? Because <laughs> you were supposed to be the fun, loving spirit. He's like, I would never say this. You would also never be a zombie, so I, Michael. I, I traded roles with Brett. It was so And dumb. I was the uptight asshole. Yeah, but you were supposed to be the main character. Aw. <laughs> and you traded that because your character as a zombie was not ethical enough about games journalism. No, it's because you... You, <laughs> you did that! You totally did that! You no. made that argument in front of a group of people! You totally did that! No, the argument was I wouldn't say weird I would shit never about say forsaking my wedding vows. You also we wouldn't be on a boat going to an island made of zombies. I Let's pretend too. we're making a movie. If you if given the chance, I would. I've never been able to get this out before this moment, <laughs> and it was it was one of the most infuriating things you've ever done in front of me. And I'm just saying it now. It was so awful. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you had that pent up all this time. It was very pent up. Oh. That, that that experience we should always look as a really fun experience. We were it was, it was. we were like little tiny movie stars for one mm-hmm. second, and all we had to do was collude a lot. Yeah, lots of collusion. <laughs> I only uh, worked in a script for a month. Um, Collusion. Other news this week. There better be other news. Uh, there is that weird holographic stuff Microsoft was showing off that we never talked about. Hmm. I feel like we, we should talk none about of it us briefly. Because it's not fucking real holograms. That's why. Yeah, well, it's as close as we're going to get. What is it? Just AR horseshit that comes out of a Google yeah. Glassy thing? Yeah. Which Google Glass uh, discontinued itself. Yeah. That's other news, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, sorry, assholes. You don't get to wear shit on your no, face it's, anymore. No, it, but that's a beautiful thing in a weird way because that was we're all big technology people. Mm-hmm. But we're also, yeah. we can completely understand that like everybody was made uncomfortable by that. Yeah. Nobody wanted to wear Google Glass in public and nobody wanted mm-hmm. to be... Well, except, in front of Google Glass. Except dicks. Dicks wanted <laughs> I won't to wear it in public, that. and dicks ruined it for everybody. I won't say that, because I got a GoPro camera and went to Japan, and I annoyed the shit out of everybody by filming stuff all the time. Hmm. Uh, with all, and all my friends were pissed off at me. But Google Glass, you piss off complete strangers. Yeah. Complete strangers. I mostly and, read it, like, it was at, like, dive bars. Yeah. Where, yeah. like, if, if, if you go to, like, a bougie, like, a uh, San Francisco mm-hmm. fancy pants bar... You can probably get away with that. But mm-hmm. if you're wearing it to fucking, like, Paps on Tap, 
Like punk music yeah. on the jukebox. You have entered class warfare. It's it's yeah. only a matter of time before some drunk rips it off your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Well, that would never happen in this city. Instead, they just talked a bunch of shit. Yeah. Well, um, no, somebody did rip it off that woman's face, yeah. but then she uploaded the video, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you were getting in everyone's face and talking shit to them while shit face drunk. But that's that's the weird thing is like she wasn't like she's clearly short, mm-hmm. a little drunk, but like. The idea, like, it looks like she's getting in everyone's face because that's how the camera looks. Yeah. Like, nobody wants... It was a weird thing where we all collectively said, we don't want this in our lives. This is an advancement in mm-hmm. technology that we thought we were promised, and it's finally here, and we don't want it. Yeah. I thought that was really weird. It was really weird, and I, I really feel like there were uh, possible applications there for journalists for example, that were, were never really exploited. Like, mm-hmm. you know... I, like a colluding beacon? If you ever read, read the comic Transmetropolitan... <laughs> I did, I love it. Spider-Jerusalem mm-hmm. had those weird sunglasses that he could just say picture, and it would take a picture of whatever he was looking at. Mm-hmm. That's what Google Glass was. <laughs> right, oh, I, I mean, guess. people on the ground in, like, during the Ferguson uh, protests could have had live stream yeah. their, their point of well, view. Well, that, that thing kind of played out through Vine. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly... But this Microsoft shit. Yeah. Well, so, what, what is it? Like, okay, so it's so Windows 10 is... Windows 10 is, is kind of a big deal because, I mean, we're assuming DirectX 12 is going to be exclusive to Windows 10 or at least the full features, but it's going to be a free upgrade for anyone with Windows 7 or up. Mm-hmm. That's good, even though... Wait, I don't really... Windows 10 is? Yeah. Wow. Good. For a year. Um, even though I don't want the baby looking baby ass looking OS because it still kind of looks like Windows 8. It'll give 8. Uh, Linux time to catch up and make something similar. Yeah. But it's going to have a Windows holographic which you're going to use with the uh, their uh, uh, what the fuck is it called uh, hmm. HoloLens mm-hmm. headset right. which is it's there's not there these are not holograms whatsoever. Um, holograms they are look it. like holograms when you're wearing it I'm sure. sure holograms are a specific kind of thing though this is augmented is reality because they're three they look 3D and not just like projected images over glass they, is that the difference well they look like 3D objects it's, it's augmented it can, reality it can like it has yeah, cameras to detect your environment so yes. it can even augmented reality have looked like animation cells painted over yeah, a picture of the world. True augmented reality. The idea is that you can put a 3D object. It's true. In the 3DS world. can sort of do that. You can you can mm-hmm. uh, you can like detect a surface mm-hmm. and and a Microsoft Surface. Yes, a Microsoft <laughs> Surface. You're right. You happy about that, Henry? On, on a surface on which you're playing <laughs> solitaire. Solitaire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but you can like so augmented reality is basically like you have a transparent screen mm-hmm. where okay you're wearing that and looking through it. And it's able to like understand your head's position in space. Sure. It's using gyroscopes and all that shit, and able to detect the geometry of the world around mm-hmm. you and render three D objects in that world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the idea of augmented reality. And here's the weird thing: instead of virtual reality, which is just like completely and immerse that yourself in a scene, it's augmented reality where you can still see the real world and it's putting things in that world. And I read a Joe Schmo tech blog or some shit with mm-hmm. a really positive review. And it's like I fail to see how that is innovating anything. Hmm. This is this is a been here for a while. Hmm. This has already been done. So how does this benefit us? Like, show me one cognitive benefit. So like, two things. Like our, our guy, you know, Wes said. Well, okay. it's, I want to make a point about this. Please. Fine, fine. One of the one of the I, I will. It's my show. <laughs> I can do that. 
Uh, one of the articles I read about it was this guy saying, this really shows the difference between Apple and Microsoft because Apple is working on the Apple Watch, which is something you'd be proud to wear in public, mm-hmm. whereas Microsoft's making this, and it's something that would be dorky to wear in public. Well, and Apple, thinking, Apple's half fashion. You might be missing the point of this, which is, I want to masturbate, but if somebody <laughs> walks in on me, I don't want them to see what I'm jacking off to. Oh. Plus, I like the idea of jacking off to uh, simulated three-dimensional porn stars that I can pretend are in my room. And how are people going to see the thing on your wrist if you're jacking off to your Apple Watch? Dave, you're, yeah, not, exactly. you're not thinking about the bigger... But it can use the accelerometers to project you're not thinking the about the bigger picture your hand because you can pretend it's somebody else. Once it's on your face, you have a second hand to poke that prostate. <laughs> you can... <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Okay. And you need both hands. <laughs> See, uh, you what if really you just cool. hung the watch up on like uh, <laughs> the little the little hook you use? Wait, uh, I'm yes. assuming you're in a public bathroom. Yes, like it was wet laundry. We hang it up. Like you know, you know the little the little hook by the no, you're right. Uh, stall. Imagining the Apple Watch, it's like it's like Dick Tracy's watch, but for porn. <laughs> <laughs> It'll look much less pathetic when I'm caught I, doing that. <laughs> is that even a reference still, Dick Tracy's Dick Tra- watch? But I need, it I need was. to see a slapper lady when, showing when a knees. Samsung did that first, and their commercial is. Insane! It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's it's uh, Inspector Gadget with Penny talking to him through the watch and mm-hmm. Dick Tracy and Batman and all these things we've seen in pop culture for fifty years talking into their watch, fa- like using FaceTime on a watch. But but like I, when I was buying, I bought my girlfriend a Fitbit this year, um, and Fitbit is a giant load of shit. It is a it shit is, bit. It is, it is that a uh, Dr. Seuss uh, novel? It, fit bit. It, is it's it a bunch of shit, isn't it? And if you disagree with me, uh, go, I don't think it's a hit. Go, you can suck my clit. I'll say it's John Lovitz. Um, but 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 it's like. There's nothing the Fitbit does that my iPhone does not. It just talks to my iPhone sure. and shows a better interface. Yeah. And then I looked at it and like, well, you could upgrade that to this $300 watch, which literally just projects your iPhone into your watch, which becomes yeah. a, a wireless TV transmission mm-hmm. into your watch. Mm-hmm. Total bullshit. And I mean, it's maybe, just like Willy Wonka. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that has some functionality in your life, but it's not worth $300 because you can really take your phone and put it where your wrist would be. Mm-hmm. Wait, what if, I mean, mm. could you just, like, make a strap and strap your phone I to think your you could. That's what I, I think, I think you could. In fact, there's runner's outfits that do that all the time. And now they start yeah. like, no, no, this time we added a heart rate monitor. I'm like, this is your fifth model. In, like, in the past, I'll just wrists were not the, considered The surfaces. pendulum on this grandfather clock <laughs> that I totally have because I live in the 19th century. But that's, like, I, I think it's sort of building on what really the iPhone innovated, and it's putting it on your in front of your eye. And the and Ooh, it's like an iPhone oh, Three Christ. Stooges joke. Yeah. Uh, it, the modern Three Stooges. Hey, no, joke. this is what it is. I mean, you no, guys didn't even iPhone. watch the video. Um, but that's that's why I think it. When I saw when I I even read what I did about it, I'm like, this is all so unimpressive, and like, there is still no functionality in sight for this thing. Which one? I, I what are you talking about? The holo- the holograph. Okay. Like, what is the what's the purpose? What's okay? Well, I think I mean two things. One, uh, I. The one person I know who mm-hmm. personally who tried it said it it does not work like their you know spec videos mm-hmm. of how they want it to work. You the image is really only right in the front of your center of vision, like yeah. it's not like immersive all around you. That's a problem. But I can pretend I'm looking the Enterprise made it but a Minecraft two, box. Two, I I <laughs> I do believe that uh, augmented reality stuff is. Will be hugely important because imagine I can that, see like, that. rather than having a physical TV that size or any size, 
You simply have a thin pair of glasses that you put on. No, I get and it. And you have a giant TV wherever you're looking, whenever you want. And, like, well, you're in there writing an email, and I'm in here making dinner, and we're both watching the same program. Because like, we have yeah, eight that? screens. Yeah. And the real question is, how soon can I use this to resize imaginary windows in space, like on CSI? Exactly. Mm. And that's... A bigger I just, issue I is think how we, does it detect hand gestures? Not in a good only way? we, but the generation <laughs> ben, below us might be not be ready to never get away from the internet. Yeah, it, it's something you choose to go to. There's something like, ah, here's a brief second of silence in my life. I'll go to the internet. Right. I don't think anybody's really waited wearable technology. I still don't think the world is ready for that. You know how like kids like. Growing up now, mm-hmm. are just like so familiar with touch screens, and mm-hmm. we never were. We were just mm-hmm. like, yeah. we we figured out controllers, like, keyboards, for, and for mice. us, a touch screen was something that like they'd roll out at the county fair, and it always have like the lamest presentation. <laughs> yeah. It didn't work very well. You yeah. had to yeah. push awful. it really hard. Uh-huh. So I think like okay, so this generation now is like all about touch screens. They grew up with iPads, mm-hmm. um, and then there's going to be a generation that just grew up with like vir- virtual reality, virtual displays. Oculus Rift stuff like mm. there is going to there are people being born right now. I, I agree. Whose with you. first inter, whose first like introduction to gaming is going to be in in five years like the Oculus. And Rift. I love that you always care about this a, a lot. I do. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've always been like, well, let me see what functional purposes this serve in my life other than being neat. No, nah, it uh, just needs to be neat first. <laughs> That's how it catches on. Then people figure out what the functional thing but it is. Was, but I remember the iPhone announcement. Like, it wasn't just neat, and, like, all of that serves a purpose in my life. Right. That made it a phenomenon. Yes. That, like, I cannot believe I could have the internet in my hands. I think the Oculus Rift, they're going to find, like, reasons for you to get it. Like, imagine just, like, you're a great comedy show that you cannot be at because yeah. it's in Chicago. You can be in the no, front row. It won't happen. You know? It's cool. Won't happen. It'll happen because the, like you don't what, in the front row what happened with Google Glass? That was one of the things. It was banned. <laughs> it was banned from movie theaters. No, no. But the idea of putting uh, putting a, a camera in, in and then broadcasting that, that would be weird. The second you couldn't move your head, it would have to be like a three hundred and sixty degree well, panoramic idea. camera. Exactly. That's the idea. It's like you have a virtual experience in a seat. At a show yeah. where you can move your head around and look. I have taken to like writing and it's doing cool. a bunch of stuff with a window of stand-up comedy hmm. minimized in the other... Uh, I don't know. There's other stuff periphery. you can do with VR. They were at Sundance with VR I, movies, and, and they were a big hit at Sundance. I always hear uh, that somebody is using Connect for something involving yeah. medical usage. And like, well... As this had no purpose in games, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to read a headline that implies oh, that somebody is getting something out of this. There are good Connect games. You're just not five. You are. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> and you don't like to dance either. I, no, if, I, if you were five and loved to dance, you would love. But you do love Disney, so I, I think you're lying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if there's no further business, let's move yes, on for forever. The one. Well, isn't there something balls. about Windows Windows Keep 10 can up. stream uh, Xbox One games or something? Who cares? Well, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even care. I I like, why do you want question. Xbox One games on your PC? Why Streaming you? from your Xbox. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so you can lament how much money you spend on an Xbox One. Wouldn't you rather stream your Windows games to your Xbox One? I, I guess I'd kind of want to yeah. do both. Yeah. And then I could put them in different rooms. So it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't. I lament Microsoft treating... Windows PCs like uh, uh, Xbox Companion any more than they already do. Yeah. Like when fucking Xbox Music comes up in Windows 8, I just flip off the computer. <laughs> it should be Windows 8 Music, man. <laughs> this is the best OS. Oh, and Fable, no, Fable, the new Fable game. 
They said it's coming to PC, yeah. but it's also like... Windows yeah. 10 exclusive, dog. Although Windows 10 will be free, so yeah. I can't complain. Yeah. Well, free to upgrade. Fable. Uh, Fable Legends or Fable whatever. Uh, they've been working on that like forever, haven't yeah. they? Somebody shut Chris's phone up. Ugh. So let's move on to question of the week, community segment. Last week's question of the week was, if you were to remaster a game from the previous generation and add new features, what would you add? First one to answer on the forums was Moan for Stallone, so he of course gets read first. I would have to add an invert option to Afro Samurai. Ooh, that's, that's the first time I've seen that game brought <laughs> to up To make in Sam years. Jackson white? <laughs> uh, so I can finally play it and earn that number one headband. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> Just kidding. My legit answer would be adding a Bayonetta-like fighting system to Sega's flawed but enjoyable 2008 release, Bayonetta. No, uh, Viking Battle for Asgard. Ugh, Again, a game that I haven't seen anyone mention in a long time. I have no idea why I marathoned this mediocre game. Poverty. <laughs> But with an updated control system, I think it would get more last-gen love. Holla! Uh, Flailing Kermit says, I would remaster Shadow the Colossus. It's been done, mainly because I've never played it, and I've always heard that it was one of the best games of the <laughs> PS2 generation. So what do you mean remaster it? Like with Naruto characters? What would it take to get you to play this? From what <laughs> I've seen of the game, the grand landscapes and visuals would lend themselves well to a gorgeous HD remaster. I got news for you. That shit's on PS3, yeah. and it's 3D. It's that, cheap as balls. That was the game that convinced me to buy a 3D TV, which turned out to be a waste of money because totally. it's the only game that <laughs> looks good in 3D. <laughs> and it comes with Ico. Jesus Christ. Yes. Kid, go buy it. Uh, Diarrhea Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so fucking clever. Says, I would have had Rocksteady Studios take their time and make Batman Arkham Origins instead of a separate studio quickly making a prequel. Uh, <laughs> Diarrhea Perlman. Diarrhea Perlman. Nice, you've made us laugh. Uh, Shin. Danny Shavito. She needs to be married. That's not good enough. Danny I'm sorry. Shavito? Yeah, Danny DePito. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. I've been, I've been oh, spending no. the last minute trying to yeah. think of something. Yeah, Danny Dorito, because well, Doritos <laughs> give you diarrhea Perlman. They're divorced, which is the saddest oh, thing in the world. Like, who's going to. Who's going to fuck you now? Yeah, I don't mean to be crude. Oh, and, have you heard of Who's going to fuck either of them? Oh, DeVito? He's, a guy, with, he's a guy with money. I don't know what. Real I think he like fucks anymore. one person per season, and who's uh, I think it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's actually gotten disgusting. shorter and fatter. In yeah, his yeah old but have, age. You, have you seen him when they do interviews in the set? He's drunk as shit and like slapping mm. everybody in the ass. Danny DeVito gets his. Ugh. Yes, it's awful, and it's exactly <laughs> like fucking Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> he probably vomits black blood every time he comes. <laughs> horrifying mental image. It's uh, like one of those uh, animals that has to like, vomit on their food. You don't really think it. you'll come, Like do a fly? You? Yes. <laughs> Brundlefly? That's his nice boyfriend, fucking Brundlefly. Shin says, I'd take Sonic Unleashed, but instead of, <laughs> instead of adding anything what new, an asshole. I would remove the terrible Weirhog levels. That game was actually a very serviceable attempt to bring yes. Sonic gameplay into 3D space. The daytime speed Sonic stages were all fantastic. And every time you shuffled across a ledge for 90 minutes to get to the next oh. level, it was excruciating. If the game didn't force you to grind through uninspired smash-em-up levels, Sonic's future may have been less bleak. Maybe, maybe Knuckles wouldn't have turned to steroids. You're talking to the only man in the podcast who has a werehog action figure. 
You do have a warehouse. I do have a warehouse. Yeah. I suppose it holding up uh, Chili Can Carnage a couple weeks it's ago. It's sitting on top of your Xbox One. It's true. I'm mistaken. And uh, Fran gave me a, a, a mint, near mint nope. condition box of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. <laughs> Anybody want to finish this? No. I'm filled with shit. <laughs> mint condition box of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Tyler? Anything you want. Made of candy. With like a suicide note she wrote for you? Dave, <laughs> Dave Rodden, a mint condition box of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. For me to poop on? <laughs> Dave was the closest. It was macaroni and cheese. <laughs> My poos do look like macaroni, so... Oh, I remember that. They're weirdly hollow right now. How they bend. It's like even fucking human-sized ducks. <laughs> your asshole. It's, and they're always hollow. It's a bizarre water slide of a Play-Doh factory. <laughs> what it does to turds and dicks, I'll never understand. Raccoon mm-hmm. Hale slightly missed the point, but I'll read it anyway because I love the game uh, he or she is talking about. I would remaster Mercenaries, the Xbox game. Why? Because that game let you call in airstrikes that were amazing in scope, light, and boy did they feel destructive. And because Mercenaries 2 was just a reskin, so it was disappointing as crap. The original deserves to get modernized. I, the original you could play as Han Solo, couldn't you? Yeah, I think that because it was a Lucas Arts game, you could game. play as either Han Solo or Indiana Jones, or possibly both. I think, I think it was, it was both. both. Yeah, uh, and they both had the same voice. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. As for what features I would add, I feel like a modification of the Nemesis system would be nice. If you die to one of the, the bounties, that bounty should get harder. Harder and harder. (laughs) Either the character gets tougher and better at shooting you, or the guys protecting him get upgrades. Sure, they might start off just driving jeeps around, but if you screw up, yeah, those are tanks. Yeah, you're probably going to die now. Sure, this might get exponentially difficult, since some of them start with literally whole armies surrounding them, but man, would it feel sweet to finally cash in on a bounty after the punk has killed you six times, preferably by dropping a Moab on him and his army. Moab. Yeah. Like League of Legends? No, it's like a big warhead thing. <laughs> I mispronounce it? Um, <laughs> Slightly. One letter, two letters uh, switched. Mobab? <laughs> yes, that's correct. The it's one, a Mobab. The one, guy in the, Nebraska, <clears throat> the one guy in Nebraska still listens to this. Uh, let's be honest, every last gen game should be rest. Let me start over. Okay. The one guy in Nebraska who still listens to this says, let's be honest, every last-gen game should be remastered with more full-frontal male nudity. I and agree. I absolutely agree. Don't let, uh, was it, Lost and Damned be the only one? No. Well, that one should have more. Yes. Everyone. Uh, Rugrats Search for Reptar. Reptar needs a little uh, penis. Isn't um, Stu the dad? Am I wrong? Was, Probably. What did he mean by last gen? Stu pickles. That um, sounds familiar. Yes, I would. Let's do them pickles. Blue, blue haired dad. Uh, <laughs> blue bald dad. Um, not, not, not after I'm done. I with can't them. tell. Oh. This is a quote. Man, our forums are a mess. Uh, my name is my name. Says I don't really care uh, much for the forehead chick from Juno, <laughs> or the creepy guy <laughs> who is Green Goblin. Slain Puddle says, I don't want remasters of games that I can buy on Steam for less than $20. Excellent point, Slain Puddle. Mm, yes. Uh, I want Nintendo to get off their collective asses I was, uh, and, and start releasing SNES games on 3DS. I know uh, they're on the Wii Store, but imagine having all of the NES's library uh, on the go with you uh, without resorting to piracy. Yeah, get some DKC. And, and I, I thought I've asked, like... 
why is that not the case? Why are there these weird virtual console restrictions? And somebody said to make those consoles <laughs> exclusive in some way. Okay. And it's such a dumb Very way to make dumb. make the but 3DS no, or Wii U exclusive. Neither, this, neither the Wii U can a, play a GBA yeah. game. What? Of course it can. Like, mm-hmm. my phone can play it. What are you talking yeah, about? My phone does play GBA games illegally. My, my, my glasses can run a GBA game. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even Google glasses. No, they're just, they're just normal just glasses. My glasses. asshole can run Earthbound. Uh, um, neither of them play N64 games. None. Well, which I think sucks. You can the original emulate them via the Wii thing. Yeah, that's but that's like, stupid. I want to play Killer Instinct Gold. There you go. <laughs> no I want to play South Park 64 <laughs> um, for some reason. Why aren't I playing Blast Core right now? Uh, some homo named John uh, says, I'd get all uh, stupid happy if an uh, original Dark Souls remaster were ever announced. Did that happen or not? Uh, Dark Souls Two. Uh, was. Not as blood. Is it remastered? It's coming out on new on PS4 and Xbox. That's one. all I need. Like I would. I, it was too ugly on my. Um, take a few of the streamlined features oh. and uh, th- that made two more accessible. Uh, oh, you mean he does mean the original? Yeah. Uh, dollop a handful of HD graphics on that sucker, and you got a masterpiece. A masterpiece that can keep pace with the current gen and draw a new audience towards the game series that's so good it ruins most other video games for me. I can completely understand that. I am a big. I, I, I'm a dabbler in Dark Souls, but I'm a big fan of what mm. I've done. And I just, it was so ugly and so dark and a little hard, yeah. Sure. Uh, Mem Insane Brain says, The game I That's would love to insane see... Insane the Membrane. Secret. The game I would love to see remastered for this generation would be Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. The graphics looked fantastic for the Wii and would definitely pr- benefit from an HD polish. That'll feature. be on the Wii Y, by the way. That's, it'll <laughs> yeah. take at least two console generations. A feature I would like to see added to it would be the ability to use the gamepad or pro controller to play the game, and not just the Wii remote. Yes, please. You, you could be able to attack using the second analog stick to perform the precise swings. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are people out there that found the motion controls responsive and easy to work with. I am not one of them. I might have gotten nerve damage. <laughs> the many times I was swinging the remote in the, out, the remote in the air to get Link to attack... At a certain angle, only to have him standing there, getting smacked around, swinging his sword nowhere near where it wanted to go, and sometimes even getting off—not sorry—and sometimes even getting knocked off a platform are way too many to count. Uh, Maybe I'm just an asshole, but I still find the Wii's controller to be like the worst I've ever used. Like, yes, it's not that it's particularly unresponsive. It's just—it's a huge hassle to get out. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Nope. I would rather play with a fucking Atari Jaguar controller. And you try and they like switch it around. It's like an NES controller where the start button is on top of the select yeah. button, and, and you're always in danger things. of hitting the B button. Yeah. 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 How about you play it with an actual jaguar? Like you just have to, <laughs> yeah. like you have to punch the, the jaguar, an animal, <laughs> a vicious wild animal yeah. sitting in my lap, yeah. and I just have to pick it up uh, by its ribs and jiggle it in different ways. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Assless chat says uh, uh, mentions Chrono Trigger. I would love to see a remake that somehow did the entire game in the anime style of the cutscenes akin to what Nino Kuni did. Man, with its Studio Ghibli visuals. Uh, dude, that's a really cool idea, and it should happen. And just for the hell of it, add in a theat- theater rhythm game focused entirely on its fantastic soundtrack to be played on the Wii U gamepad. I wish I could give him a medal. And why not go ahead and throw Chrono Cross on the disc, too? Mm. Remit, remit. Mm. Mastered visuals would be nice, but 
I'm already asking for so much, so I won't be picky. I wish, as a form of DLC, you remake Chrono Trigger, and then you have to beat the game to unlock Chrono Cross. Ooh. Or it's on uh, whatever system, four five ninety nine. There's your stupid DLC right there. Yeah. Buy this game, play it through. Yeah. yeah. Buy the next game. Buy the next game. Darius yeah. Rex says... This might be cheating, but Red Dead Redemption is a game I want the most to be remastered or remade. I would use the engine of GTA V to expand the already big environment and, ha- and add things like heists, even though they're not in GTA V yet. Can't think of a Western heist. <laughs> also introduce a posse system where you will have a gang that does various criminal activities like bank jobs, horse wrestling, and other Wild West trips. Train robbing, man. Yeah. Come on, it's right there. Fucking reenact that great train robbery oh, shit. Jesse James shit. Mm. Oof. Get shot in the back by a coward. Get yes. your friend Marty back to <laughs> 1985. <laughs> Enjoy staring into Paul Newman's beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> Who doesn't? I do. Yeah. I especially he... do now that he's been dead for years. Yes. That's so weird to think of. Uh, and Robert Redford still moving around and acting and shit. Mm, yeah. Did you have to make me sad? Just looking into those shriveled brown eyes. Mm. There's always the, there's always cars, Tyler. I was enjoy- enjoying the uh, Chronopra trigger joke in my head that I had been working on. I didn't say, and then Chronopra. Yeah, like you under your chair. Everybody uh, gets a time shift. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Oprah sound like Seinfeld? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What are you, you doing with my time you shit? You get a frog, and you get a frog, and you get a frog. You get nothing, but you also get a frog. <laughs> and you get a marble rye. You get a big salad. Uh, Oprah Feld? You get a robot. <laughs> big salads are in all your chairs. Uh, uh, Jerry <laughs> Oprah Feld. Okay. Uh, Cloven64 says, in the spirit of the recently re-released HD remaster of the, of a certain incredible GameCube remake, I'd love to see Capcom revisit the Dino Crisis series and give it a full overhaul. Mm. Fixed camera angles are still perfectly fine. The game would have been uh, the game would have awesome new current gen visuals and sound and all that modern jazz. Nope. The first game is a tense survival horror that almost feels like Capcom's version of Jurassic Park. Nope. And the second game was an incredibly fun, stop saying nope, fast-paced shooter. I'd love to revisit both of these, but maybe cut down on the backtracking in DC1. If the remakes are successful, maybe it could even revitalize the series. Ha! I get the thing about Resident Evil. Uh, I hope this isn't Chris's blood, he says. Hmm. Can I just say I'm really getting sick of seeing games with the letters R-E in them. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not a slam on Resident Evil, just every remake, remaster, yeah. re-elected, re-whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at the, the article description for last week's show, and it's like... Saints Row 4 re-elected, Resident Evil remastered, Jesus fucking Christ, enough. It's a little ridiculous. At least come up with a new subtitle for it. Hatsune Miku rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unchained used to be overused, now it's rechained uh, every time. Yeah. They keep <laughs> chaining shit back up. Unleashed. Uh, yeah. We yeah. released Jaws back up. <laughs> yeah. It's still my least favorite, and it's still happening. 
Chronicles. If you use the word Chronicles mm. in your game, it's horseshit. It yeah. has too much, too well, much Kyria text Chronicles, dialogue. I've heard, is excellent. I'm though. just saying, no. Yeah, that's true. No more Chronicles. Like, You're what, thinking of Tomb Raider Chronicles. What is a Chronicle? It's a story. And what does every game have? A story. So let's not call it that. We okay, can just well, call it Tomb Raider Story. Valkyria Story is not Valkyria a cool name story. for a game. <laughs> and Chronicle's not a cool name anymore. None of us are shocked by it. How it about Historical? No <laughs> you know what I'd rather have than Chronicle? Some cool chronic. Yeah. For 20 all. <laughs> Tomb Raider retweeted. Chronic <laughs> Sonicles. Chronic Sonicles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I broke my cigarette. We have to go. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, Let's yeah. hurry through this. Okay, I'll read one more and then we'll do a new question of the week. Is that okay? Yes. 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 Tranquil Bez 22 hey. says Since there aren't many great racing games on current consoles aside from Mario Kart Good and Forza. Points. I want to see an HD re-release of the supremely underrated game Driver San Francisco. Never heard of it. Don't know anything about it. Uh, I did like the fact that the spelling was designed to look like San Francisco. You should have just handed it to me and said, Hey, Michael, could you read this aloud? I don't know what this says. It just looks like a a jumble of random symbols. And the ability to switch between different cars in the form of a spirit was pretty cool as well. Man, that game was cool. The insane amount of Mm. detail... I'm sorry. Ub... Ub, uba, ubs, I can't read the name of that could, could put into the city made it even more <laughs> lifelike <laughs> would easily have drooling at the mouth come on yub yubs yub nub yubs Ewok song re-release the game that so desperately deserves it well I don't know what Tranquil Beth is talking about I've never heard of he's that game he's too excited because it's a great company game. I what? mean, I think, did he make this up? Is that no, no, San Francisco 24. Oh, it's a real game? Yeah, it's oh, okay. a Midway game, is it? Mm. Is it? Okay. Yeah, uh, well, it was a Midway game because they don't exist. San Francisco yeah. Rush? Or is that what I'm thinking of? What am I thinking of? 2049? Yeah, San Francisco Rush 2049. That's, that's the same company, right? That's Midway. Yeah. All right, let's shut up. No, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Driver San Francisco is the sequel to Cruising San Francisco. Mm. Cruising! <laughs> Starring Al Pacino. What's Got a great one? ass. Oh, one more from the comments. Captain Australia says Wakami definitely. Mm. The fuck? It was already remastered. Yeah, but it needs to happen again. He's and again. It's and again. Remastered. He's banned. That IGN logo on the cover has to be in 1080p. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Plastered yeah. across the Ooh. corner of every screen of the game. That pain still bothers <laughs> me. <laughs> <sighs> you weren't even there when that happened. But it's like. We were re-releasing it, like, yeah, we know there's a watermark on the cover five years ago. This game's getting re-released. Uh, it won't mm. have a box this time. Yeah, it won't have a box this time. Uh, we awful. solved the problem. It won't have a box. And it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my entire life, and I don't think that many people bought it. So, if you give a fuck, go buy it on your PS3. Hmm. They didn't me. bring it out on one, my One system. more. Black Dynamite says, Alpha Protocol, add the gameplay and production values of Mass Effect. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Yeah. Sounds simple. That game was wonderful and broken as fuck. So I fix it. I have a I have a, a suggestion for the next subtitle for the new Mass Effect game. What's that? Mass Effect colon semicolon. If you want to make this a little yeah, less yeah, harsh, yeah, yeah. Anything but Dragon Age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? I cannot stand the setting. I couldn't stand great. the gameplay. I'm really enjoying it. You're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. I, it's it's okay. Oh, it should just be Mass Effect colon Ass Effect. I just yeah, yeah. just wanted to play and a then game. It's like an animated gif of a farting butt. Just wanted to play a game and I ended up being a mailman. Hmm. 
you know, just the to fuck with you, I think it should and be. You've just described half of all open world games. Nope. Yeah. Mass Effect, you never fucking did that shit. It was a constant Constant missions. It was a hub world where you started talking to people. All right, new question of the week. Rocking back and forth like Stevie Wonder. If you were to adapt yes, any maybe. mythology, if you were to adapt any mythology into a game, which mythology would you pick and what would it be? It can be a oh. specific story. It can be something based around uh, just a, a pan mythology that you like. Uh, you Just, you know, let your imagination go nuts and tell us what it would be. Chris, you seem eager to ooh, go first. Ooh. I'll tell you what I'd do. In my best Jason Statham. Okay. Fucking pikeys. It's not a mythology. I whatever. That's an ethnic group. But I, you know, I don't know. Did you ever hear of a fucking pikey before that movie? It's a, a derogatory term for a gypsy, which is a derogatory term for an Irish traveler. Okay, so if fucking Aryan ass Brad Pitt is a goddamn pikey who uh-huh. can who can knock everybody out in one punch and right. then travel to a new city and do it all over mm-hmm. again, I would like to see that mythology mm-hmm. uh, transcribed on. In, in a video game form. I really... I never heard... I never heard anything about this group of people. I've heard of gypsies, but... Yeah, well, they're, when, they're a UK equivalent. They're, they're, I think he's supposed to be an Irish traveler. Yes, but fine. They're, they're a different group. They're also referred to largely as gypsies. Yes. So let's make it less anti-Semitic and allow me to imagine the There's Brad Pitt group of, group of Aryans uh, traveling uh-huh. around in fucking uh, caravans, punching okay. people. Why is that a mythology? Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, <laughs> scratch it from the record. Dave. Uh, Mortal Kombat mythology Sub-Zero for PlayStation 1. <laughs> Favorite Christ. mythology you, ever. You guys are all shitting all over the question. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to go with Canadian mythology. Oh, where, nice. Okay. Where Wayne Gretzky... Tell me more about your people. ...defeated George Washington with a sweet slap shot. <laughs> or William Shatner does figure eights around big yeah, beavers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Only yeah, thinking yeah. of the Canadian... <laughs> Okay, hear me out. Uh, I'd like to take Greek mythology, but add a new character who's really angry all the time. So you want to be in God of War. God damn it, you (laughs) stepped on the fucking joke. Fuck you. Was that really it? Yes. Oh, I got to it. No. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) There has to be some other mythology I could pull from. I'd like to see a game uh, that goes deeper into Mayan mythology than the stuff that we've talked about today. Mm. Something that has Quetzalcoatl and Kukulkan and all the other crazy-ass gods that you see represented at Chichen Itza. I just thought it'd be a good Quetzalcoatl, me. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm there, pretty white. There is a Quetzalcoatl in the, uh, the Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine game, but it's yeah, just yeah. a big snake with feathers. You know what? You know what I think it's really just untapped in in games, board games, video games. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft. Why has no one read this genius author's work I'll, I'll and adapted that. his work yeah. into uh, any kind of game? If it's only just, someone could make like an eight bit RPG about so Cthulhu saving the world. If someone could only fashion an L. Ron Hubbard who looks like, like Doctor Zoidberg. Guys, I know that this is an obscure sort of thing. <laughs> People don't really know H.P. Lovecraft. No, no, nobody on the internet's oh, ever heard of Cthulhu. I didn't understand the question. I thought it was like some. If you could take some, uh, I thought they were mythic because, like, I they're the I've never heard of the Pikes until Snatch in that regard. No, they're real. Are they real? Yes, they're real. But that's I love the idea of like a traveling circus that does nothing but punch people. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like that's how they made their money. <laughs> that's like, not how they made their money. How do they make their money other uh, than like like blowing people away with shotguns? Stereotypically grifting people. I don't know. That would, fine. Renting I'm, out lots in trailer parks. Fine. We we are a Dumbo circus of grifters, <laughs> and we will travel sure. from town to European town, uh, flipping yo lorries and ruining thy flats. I don't know what terminology. I'm, I'm sure. Using. I'm sure. So, I'm sure. I'm wrong about this, and somebody's going to say like, "No, Pikes aren't Irish travelers. They're completely different." You were very confident in correcting yeah. me, if that's the case. Yeah, <laughs> I usually am. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. You can feel the tension boiling beneath the surface. But I, but I couldn't. I don't know of any other. I don't know enough about any other mythologies. In Greek mythology, Norse mythology. Yeah, that shit's boring as fuck. And Thor and Odin and shit. What about uh, good old American mythology. Yeah. What about Captain uh, America? Yeah, yeah. What about gamer Paul games? Um, what about American <laughs> Gods by Neil Gaiman? I would love that so much. That yeah. book was amazing. It was a good book. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Is it Showtime currently that's supposed to, the TV series is being made for you? Really? Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Um, there, there was just a game, uh, Never Alone, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was Alaskan. Yeah, based like, off uh, Alaskan mythology. Yeah, th- uh, that's the one I didn't want to mention because that uh, looked really fucking cool. Yeah. And it, that's exactly what we're talking about. Didn't get great reviews, but I've yeah. been, oh, really? I downloaded it. I got it uh, with that, that big PlayStation sale. And mm. uh, I've been playing a little bit. It's beautiful. Ah, neat. Mm-hmm. We gave it a real good review. You know, well, see, it it's on an even high. bigger sale on Xbox Live right now. Mm. I wanted so to no, think. Of, don't you feel foolish? I was doing my best to think of a white person mythology, mm-hmm. uh, and if not that, something with Joseph Smith. Yeah, <laughs> Alaskans uh, are the whitest piece of. Piece yeah, look of at me! I'm digging up Jewish hats with <laughs> secrets in them. I have a very poor understanding of Mormonism. <laughs> I, I, it is about secret Jewish hats, uh, and uh, you know, uh, you know, Jesus and mm-hmm. uh, aliens reading uh, golden plates and hats. I guess somebody put me to bed. <laughs> yeah, should should do. All right. So I actually have a game idea for the biggest myth of all: yes. the American Dream. No, oh, oh, Dave. I think that was GTA Four. No, oh, Dave. All right. <laughs> this is a bit of a slam in Grim Fandango. Hmm. Yeah. How about this? There's a a game where it's fucking uh, snowing in New York. Global warming. Hey, Come on, a myth. Oh, am I right? Notice, hey, if it's global warming is real, and why is it so cold? Why is it fucking snowing <laughs> right now? Why? Why? Why am I digging all the snow out of my mom's uh, driveway? Hey, this <laughs> Come right. on. It's right. It's a myth. They keep blowing fucking... Take out the catalytic converter in my eye rock and blowing mist into the sun. <laughs> That's what I do. Crispy pants. <laughs> fucking topical New York weather jokes. <laughs> I'm going to roll coal because I want Texas to be like the surface of Mercury. <laughs> WWW. What was that accent? I don't know, but all you need is a red filter. Laser you time. pretty much got it. <laughs> 100 times, laser time, WWW. Mm. Laser time, 100 times.com. Yes. I'm going to dig us into plug territories because I got All right, please do. But first, what mythology would you base a game off of? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. You answer first there posting the thread with the question uh, you get read first on next week's show or answer under the comments for episode 97 nice so let's yeah let's go in around the plugs you're always so eager to do that shit I'm can't because I gotta run I'm cantista on twitter uh, and you this, always gotta piss why and this no nah, well, there's a thing we, we gotta do I, Anne wanted to watch Adventure Brothers right, I wanna make sure right. we get to watch that it's fucking awesome um, it's true uh, fucking Cape Crisis hopefully will be a, a very Venture Brothers centric um, uh-huh. and this week's Laser Time is cartoon centric once again we will take a brief reprieve from that next week which I'm only teasing as if you can figure out what Workaholics and Captain America Winter Soldier have in common 
you can figure out who our guests are next week's show. Uh, but uh, uh, this week's Laser Time is the best animated films based on television cartoons. We previously did uh, fucking live action cartoons based on cartoons, which has happened more often than a cartoon getting a theatrical version. Crazily. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, we tried, according to science, to find the best ones. I mm. think you mm. might find it a bit surprising. Uh, Cheap Podcast, we just did, did an episode about the Royal Rumble. It made Hen- Henry very angry. Uh, what is the deal else? with the Royal Rumble? Why is everybody yeah, so great. pissed off? The internet wanted this guy to win, and he didn't win. Who cares? And that's not true. They, they broadcast... <clears throat> It's not a so Michael. It's not a real sport. I know. And they've been cramming one person down yeah. the audience's throat for a year, and like, and it worked. That guy it got didn't. injured, and another guy got injured, and then like they both got uninjured, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna keep doing that. And like, fuck, nobody wanted that. It's hmm. really weird. It's really weird. They could have. Yeah, changed. they're basically putting a guy who is probably not ready to be on the biggest wrestling show of the year in the biggest match in the biggest wrestling he show. Can barely of the year. speak. He's not good at speaking. He's not doesn't have a lot of cool moves. Whereas, like, there's a bunch of other. But he's like, really pretty, mm-hmm. and he's, he's the Rock's he's, cousin. He's like the 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 uh, tutorial character that can only do a few. things. Yes, actually, yeah. completely yeah. hasn't unlocked all of his move sets. Yes, now imagine someone's pushing you in his face as the oh, yeah. God Tim Tebow. I don't know anything about sports. But he hasn't <laughs> got any hit points. You hit him once, and he's dead. I don't. I don't yeah. I so uh, listen to that, and also, yeah, we uh, Chris and I were both uh, on streaming. some streams. Grim I, Fandango, baby. Grim Fandango, Fibadge. Fibadge. Uh, that's that's your bonus. Yeah, uh, check it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm Tyler Wild, and stay the fuck away from my Twitter. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week. When dicks are flying at you, you're allowed to be afraid of them. They're supposed to be attached to beautiful men. <laughs>